Hi guys, hey, welcome back to Beers at the Turn. In studio, we have Chris, myself, Jake, and by popular demand, Mr. Rob Opti, Rob Head, hey, back in studio. And Sean is on Zoom, as always. But Sean, I think, what, two weeks? You're going to be in studio? I really? When is, when is that wedding, by the way? Next week? You're weeks. officiating it, Father. <laughs> Two weeks, isn't it? Two weeks. Not this weekend coming up, but next. Okay. That makes me feel a little better. Yeah. We're going to need some Sean. more uh, room on that couch. It's <laughs> all right, Sean. This, this couch is plenty big enough for me and you, baby. I'm in. He's Our buddy, Pat. You remember Pat? He worked at Edwin Watts. He uh, got fire red hair at the time. He was, a, he was no, a meathead. He had no idea what the hell he was talking about when he was selling anything. He just pulled like stuff. Else oh, well, he, was, he was the best at it. He was. To you, Pat. you were the best at not knowing. No offense, guys. You know what I mean. I'm just ragging on you. Oh, no. I, dude, when we worked at Watts, it was literally like we would just regurgitate what the, the, the what do you call them? Rep. The would rep tell us. Yeah. But it was as simple as this. If it was a driver, hey, you're going to launch it higher, you're going to spin it lower, more. It's going to be less spin, you're launching higher. It's more forgiveness this year than last year. And just to confirm, you obviously know that reps also know absolutely nothing about their environment. Yeah, we had uh, Chris Perez on. Oh, well, it's like we go, yeah, oh, we go to these, like, uh, meetings with a new product, and I wouldn't listen to the damn thing I'm saying either. I just go back home and make stuff up anyway, so. You're going to hit it farther, you're going to hit it straighter. Just lie. Oh, yeah, it's more forgiving. Well, that's what it if is. If you hit it off the toe or off the heel, it's going to go straighter. And that, and that's the thing when it comes to, like, those retail stores. We're pretty much used car salesmen. Oh, like, yeah. we're just sitting there and we're like, we're like, listen, this this is your – I could see you bombing this 300 yards down the fairway. This is all you. If you don't buy it, I'm going to buy it. And, you know, and it's just yeah. kind of like, listen, no one's going to fucking hit that thing. Like, it, you're not hitting it that well, but – you know, in the simulator, it's different than outside. You're gonna get more carry, the wind, well, than, this, you know. This simulator can't be right. You know, my, my driver was at least 320 outside. That's why you went 230. You're something's wrong with the simulator. Oh shit! I'll tell you, 14,000 dollars piece of equipment. I do. I do want to bring this up, Chris. You'll remember this, and I know for damn sure that you'll remember this. Sean, we used to have this guy that would come to Edward Watts all the time. And, oh, I know where you're going. And he looked like. He either looked like he was a poor male stripper or he had been fired from every construction job he's ever been on. But he would come in and he'd go in the simulator and you would just he would just stand over the ball and grunt. And he was convinced that he was a long drive champion. Convinced. Oh my god. He met Rob and tried to get Rob to like, oh, would, like give Rob. you shafts. Oh yeah. He like sent me started sending me emails. <laughs> look, I get look. I can put him in the same. I, I've got this. I've gotten this email a thousand times. Oh, I'm so and so. Right now, I'm swinging about 150 plus miles an hour, and I'm looking for equipment that, you know, help my. Uh, dude, I need to hit it 450 instead of 430. And yada 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 yada. Mm -hmm. These jackasses actually saying their emails. I break a lot of shafts, man. I'm looking for the right equipment. Yeah. yeah. And they're the ones Everybody that gave fuck off at xlex.com. <laughs> but, uh, no, I remember that guy. So he started contacting me. He's 150 plus. Well, first of all, it's just like the PGA Tour. I don't see you on Sunday or see you at Remax 
there's 10 guys on the planet Earth that can maybe move the needle, needle in long run. And I remember you sent me a video of this guy. I still faster. have that video. Yeah, at full power, he's 105 miles an hour. Full freaking power. See, that's, that's what I think. Yes, without driving. That, that's way. what I think. I think he was really dyslexic, and he was mixing yeah. up the zero and the five. What people it see mostly is they say, "Oh, the club speed's one thirty. No, that's ball speed. Well, the funny that's thing not your was, speed. is he told me that he, hey, I always go to the Hammond Park. There was a driving range in Hammond near the airport. It had a little par three wrapped around it, and um, he told me that's where he used to go hit. Well. So do I, you know, like, well, I used to. And one day he's out there. Now, look, I don't compete anymore. I used to be competitive. I get my ass kicked right now. I mean, there's nothing. I'm all metal and rods and fake this. And so he's out there and he's doing the same shit. He's got the grunt. He's got this little waggle. Remember the move back? Oh, yeah. Kind of no, he, yeah, he straight had this, like, little, like. Yeah, you pick it up. So I just purposely get, kind of got in behind him, and I started busting him. I'm like 40, 50, buying constantly. And I'm hitting 45 inch drivers, you know. And he finally turned around. I'm like, man, long drive career must be going really well, huh? <laughs> just, just kept on with the same garb. It was just, it was insane. <laughs> I, I've run into that guy a thousand times. I used to get, I've got. Well, those are the ones you can't get rid of. No, but I remember that. Uh, because he would come in and he would just be like, oh, yeah, I average about like, you know, 380 to 400. And I'm like, oh, let's fucking see it. <laughs> and it was like 245. I think he popped yeah. one like 270. And I'm sitting there and I, he was like, well, you know, simulators. They do. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like. So a normalization. I'm like, yeah, simulators are usually off by 100 yards. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. You always get in there with new clubs. You're like, they're like, look, it's going 30 yards further. I'm like, you lying bastard. Well, I don't know if you ah, ah, watched that day, but so Brian, my long driver, he's actually won the Remax World Championship. He comes in, uh, he got off the plane. And Brian, when he comes in town, he just Sit loves right going there. to the airport driving range because you can buy beer and have it delivered to your stall. He just thinks that's the greatest thing in the world. But we, went, the world. we got off the plane, had a beer, and we went to Edwin Watts. And he walked in. I don't know if you guys were there, but Mike Shaken was there. I'm like, hey, this is you know one of the guys I've been telling you about. So Brian got in, and he's just kind of happy-go-lucky. And he went and grabbed a pin driver. He's a big, big guy. I think the first ball he had in the simulator in there was like 398, right? And Shane's just looking at it, waiting for a hole to pop in the back of it. And, Either that uh, or the fucking face that came Oh, in. yeah. Well, he finally, I, I, I thought he was going to punch a hole in the, in the back of the wall. <laughs> yeah, he kept it over. It's right in like 400 range constantly, and then he just stopped. But, but, which is cool, dude. It's, good, dude. it's a whole different thing. And that's, that's, a, that's a difference. Well, see, and we, we were talking about this off air because I know you're big with the, the long drive guys and, and stuff like that. And I think it's, I really think it's funny because people think, like you were saying, these guys are entertainers. Well, the successful long drive. All right, so say it again. And, and like, even when the boneheads call me, I get a lot of bonehead phone calls. A successful long driver is somebody who's an entertainer who also coincidentally hits it 400 plus yards every time. Mm -hmm. And those guys that know how to keep a crowd 
Um, you know, I know I keep regurgitating the same names. It's kind of because this new modern group that's out there right now is no going on. They're just no good. There's not one of them marketable except Berkshire. Yeah. But he's just a different cat. He's kind of like <clears> Rice. <throat> uh, but Pavlet, Zubak, Sean Fister, uh, Mike Dobbin, Houston. You can drop him into a crowd of a thousand people. They could be kids. They could be people off the street. And they're funny. They're easy to listen to. And they will go out and drop 60s on you all day long. And that is the difference between them. Because, you know, they just, I get this question a lot. Why don't, why don't professional long drivers try to become pro golfers? A couple of them have. Um, yeah, what was, um, what was the best thing? So Sadlowski tried. Sadlowski uh, tried. Yeah. He's going to call in 10 minutes. He's going to call in 10 minutes. Cool. Anyway. Brian Pavlik coming on. Yeah, so we got a rematch. Yeah. Yet. You got a rematch yet? <laughs> He's coming on. And I'm telling you right now. Does he want, did he see the link? I'm sure he did. He, he's going to fucking tear me to shreds. I know he is. <laughs> he's well, it's awesome. funny because awesome. he listened to the podcast. He loved it. He goes, I'm just going to, I'm going to go ahead and, you didn't tell about people who mm-hmm. hit yourself in the face with the ball. No, I didn't no. tell that. He goes, well, you didn't tell the story about when you threw my golf, my whole golf bag out the window. No, I didn't tell that one either. He's like, oh, I need to go in there and tell everyone. Stuff from like, okay, great. Just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Ten minutes I told everyone to see the world. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no, said last he tried it. Um, Brian has actually played on two European tour events, did not make cut, but he was competitive. Uh, he played in the Austrian Open two years in a row, but Sadlowski has the game to do it. His problem, and it's just my opinion, um, I think Berkshire might be able to do it. So they spend their entire career, they're all, like said, last year, will go out and drop mid-60s on you all day long. Par 5 is par 3. Mm. Or, you know, there is, oh, I'm sorry, par 4s are par 3s. They are just par 3s to the guy. Par 5s, unless you're playing 600 and change, it's just a joke. I have played rounds of golf with these guys. I, I can't even do it, and it's not even competitive. But he made, in my opinion, the one cardinal mistake is that when he went to Callaway, he spent his entire career hitting 47. Now he hits short, long drivers, huge fan. Um, they tried to detune his drive to keep him in play, quote unquote. So he was hitting, uh, I think, a seven degree head with a, he tried that nunchuck piece of garbage that was out there. Um, hundred and something gram shaft, and they were like, he wanted to play normal. No, Bryson is doing what these long drivers should be doing. Just hit it all the fucking way down there. Yeah, just, who gives a shit? Just hit it, hit it all hit it as far as you can. Yeah, bomb and gouge works. I mean, yeah, bomb and gouge works at that power level. You watch one of these guys to figure that out. They're going to carry two, three drivers. Seven wedges, they'll have a couple irons and all that, and they will turn the putter. shit up. The key will be getting the putt. Yeah, because there's a limit to how many clubs you can have in your bag. It doesn't say what club you can well, have. Yeah, you remember Phil no. carried two drivers. You yeah. can have free drivers if you want to. Yeah. But, you know, you, I mean, you bring you bring up a very good point when you're saying that Callaway tried to, I guess, make him like a conventional golfer. These guys aren't conventional golfers. No, they never work. They never work. So, but that's the that's the stigma that like you find, especially like in a lot of like locker room talk and stuff like that. You know, 
yeah, they get 400 yards, but how's their short game? Fucking really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, um, we talked the other day, you know, um, the last time I was on the show, about how I really watched John Daly's short game. Well, the reason the short game, like, I, like Brian, um, another one of the guys I sponsored, uh, Mitch McDowell, freak golfer. Um, he is an instructor at the TPC, the PGA school in Scottsdale. I forget the name of his two guys. They have both won on tour last year. Mitch will go out. He is the strongest golfer I've ever you know, hit by far. And his short game is a joke. It is unbelievable because they are constantly hitting into that range. I mean, you know, I hate to sound ridiculous about it. Me and you step on a 470-yard par four. Yeah, we know we got a. We're probably gonna have to knock something coming in that second shot. Yeah, they're just thinking about what wedge they're gonna hit. I mean, there is no dog leg. The only thing that stops them in their tracks is water. Yeah, you know what does the hole look like? But I played with Brian a couple times, and uh, he's done some silly shit first time he's looked at courses when I've been with him. And he's a great golfer. He's got the eye for it. But every now and then he's like, "Fuck it, I'll just get it full bills, and it'll be down there somewhere." You know, that's that's what Bryson's doing right now. Yeah. You know, the other thing, you know, I don't mean to go off on all kinds of tangents like I did last time. That's why we got you on the show. Well, yeah, but we, like, we enjoy your tangents. Well, here's and the, the listeners fucking really love it. <laughs> so, Rory McIlroy was the first one to really come out and kind of expose what's happening with Bryson on his short game. So, Bryson, Bryson's... One length. All right, so all the shit that they sell at Edwin Watts is built to the seven. Mm -hmm. Little news flash, little blurb, never before revealed. His are built to the six. They're even longer than you think. And jacked up like a motherfucker. They're jacked. I am 6'4". I've stood face-to-face with him in the truck a couple different times. I'm taller than him. I physically have a hard time getting his club to dress where I don't just feel like a scarecrow. It's a very bizarre feeling. Mm -hmm. But... And Rory figured this out. And I got to admit, you know, I'm a pretty smart guy. And you know, I'm in golf, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Um, the reason that Bryson is not afraid of bomb and gouge is because since his wedges are probably two to three inches longer than any of us are carrying, his club head speed is 10 to 12 miles an hour faster through the shit than anyone out there. Uh, he does not care if it gets in the Thick. It can be an eight-inch rough. It doesn't yeah. matter. He can blast through it. Yeah, me and you That's swing funny. a 90-mile-per-hour uh, 90 sandwich. He's swinging 100. Who gives a shit? He's going to tear right through it. He knows yeah. where it's going to go. The only thing he's worried about is flyer lies and sand. Uh, but, like, his biggest weakness, I mean, for a fact, is chicken. It's the only time that he has to kind of slow down and see what's going on and do it like everyone else does, but he's figured that out, too. Yeah, I mean, that's, there's, there's some philosophy to it that really works, but, yeah, I mean, long drive's cool. I, I think I got into long drive shafts. You know, do I sell a lot of them? Yeah, I mean, shit, sold three all year sitting here waiting to get on the air. Um, but, Humble brag. But it's because of the, the people I knew. It. Half the reason I launched the, the, the shaft company was, I was constantly, you know, look, I, I don't know how the hell I got in with it. I, I was competing and I was, I sucked, but three uh, world champions kind of adopted me and we hung out together and it's like they opened doors for me and vice versa. And 
I was successful on the other side anyway, but yeah, I mean, getting to hang out with those guys, that's really kind of the reason I did it. I, mean, I started asking Brian and Jason and all these guys, hey, Godzilla, I make some bitch and chats, will you use them? <laughs> yeah, sure, what the hell? And that's why I did it. I mean, wait, okay, so you said Godzilla. That's Zubak. That's Zubak. Zubak is Godzilla. Godzilla. Okay, so I heard a story on a podcast mm-hmm. uh, from comedian Josh Wolf. Okay. He's a he's not really like, you know, big like Kevin Hart or anything, but he's funny as fuck. Um, he was saying that he played in a golf tournament one time with this golfzilla. And it was one of these tournaments where they got strippers on every hole and stuff like that. Yeah. And solid. Need like that, Sean. Nice. Um, so Golfzilla was on this long drive hole, you know, yeah, you could say extra. Right. And he, uh, Josh Wolf got there, was fucking around with him, and he was like, come on, like, what, what if you not use, like, I bet you I could outdrive you with, you know, if you used a putter. And he goes, okay. Big mistake. <laughs> he goes, okay. And when Josh Wolf got up there, he poked it out there like 250 or something. He said that this guy not only took out his putter, but teed the ball up in a stripper's ass <laughs> and drove it 60 yards past him. Oh, yeah, man. Putter out of a stripper's ass crack. Now, it's one thing to get outdriven. It's another thing to get outdriven by a putter. It is just shit. You pawn your clubs, you go home, you take up racquetball, because he hit it out of a stripper's asshole. I mean, in the community defense, the, the asshole is a little bit more elevated, so you can get a little bit higher launch. I don't care. It doesn't if, matter. I don't care if he was hitting it off Nicki Minaj's ass, yeah. okay? He outdrove him with a putter out of a stripper's Yo. asshole. That's that was the best story I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's fucking that's just dropping dick on him right there. Oh, yeah. Literally, that is mushroom bruises for days. <laughs> oh, but the, what I was, what I, I, I came up with this thought the other day. Um, now uh, I was like, you know, two bottles of wine in, so you're gonna have to, you know, forgive me. But so you know how like, like take for instance, did you watch the UFC about last night? No. Yeah, a huge UFC guy. Exactly. Uh, so you know Kobe Covington. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like the, he's like, I, I don't. Know, he has this persona about him where he's like a little bit Conor McGregor, a little bit professional wrestling. He just pisses off everyone. But that's his persona. Like I don't think he goes home, goes up to his girlfriend, and he's like, "Champs here, suck the champs dick." You know, God the, bless the troops. And he's probably like, "Honey, do you need me to unload the dishwasher?" So. You know, it, it's all just a, a facade or a character. Right. Hey, let me tell you something. I mean, look, let's be honest with you. If you're a UFC fighter and you're on TV, you're an alpha male, period. I mean, there is something to be said for that. It's human cockfighting. Yeah, that's exactly what it takes, dude. That's who you want out there. Anyway. Right. So I was thinking about that, and then, you know, you're hearing everything with the the, the hip program. Oh, okay. Peter, are, are you calling in? We're live on the we're not live. We're recording. Yeah, we literally are. We can edit this. Say hi, Ryan. Say hi, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. What's <laughs> up, man? <laughs> yeah. Can you can you hear us? Can he? 
Yeah, we really are. Yeah, yeah. we have a former world champion and my favorite Wait, well, we, in the world. So we can see your face. Yeah, we sent you an email and called it. Okay, call it. Yeah, him. do that so we can see your face. He's going to do it. All right, great. So we're about to have a, a world-long drive. Oh, he's going to tell you. Know, oh, it's going oh, to be fucking beautiful. I can't wait. Oh, he's going to tell you my my. Uh, Everyone, my fill a glass of bourbon, put your PJs on, get relaxed. This oh, is going to be a God, show. It's, it's not going to be great. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. This is going to be a show right here. <laughs> what are we so, starting off with? What's so, Sean, I, I want to get your opinion on this. Do you think that the PGA Tour guys, do you think that they, like, like Bryson, do you think Bryson's playing a character, or he might not be playing a character? Oh but he's, fuck no, not Bryson. Amping it up a no, little bit. I think he's he's who he is. He's a nerdy chemistry. Because guy. like, don't get me wrong, like the dude is fucking really good at golf. Okay, I will give him that. He is a great player. He's an unlikable person, I think. But exactly, his yeah. personality turns me off. Personal turns me off. You know the whole nerdy scientist thing. Yeah. You know, I, I wish I could sit down and have like an actual conversation with him because maybe it's just a lack of understanding. But everything that he says, everything that he does, I'm just kind of like, dude, that feels fucking fake. Like, like the whole like beef with Brooks Kepka. Like, I no, they don't like each other. Let me, let me tell you that. I can tell you that right now. I know some people out there. And I don't like each other. But like, you know, because it also it really amped up with the whole like pit program. So, like, you know, Bryson's doing, like, his live gaming system, which is just fucking stupid. Like, how old are you? Like, right. you're not 12. But he was on there, and he did it, and then he mentioned something about his six-pack abs. It's like, okay. where did that fucking come up in conversation? You're playing Fortnite, fucko. Uh, I think Kepler got the winning end of that one. He did. He came, oh, you know, he, he pulled up, dropped dick on him, and left. But oh, yeah. well, when he starts skipping cases of beer to anyone who got thrown out of the tournament. You know, right. Exactly. Like, you're like, I think they gave away 1,500 Solid move. Oh, no, no, what was it like, uh, you know, DeChambeau said something about Kepka not having a six-pack, and Kepka, like, took a picture of his four freaking major four trophies. Major trophies yeah. yeah, I'm too sure of a six-pack. Which is, you know, hilarious. Oh. Oh. Mm-mm, Uh-oh, there he is. No way. Oh, my God. Oh, the shit show. Here we go. Oh, my God. Can he add him? <laughs> oh, okay. no. Ladies oh and gentlemen, God, my, my night is about to suck. Oh, Rob, 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 introduce your boy. Rob, introduce who we got here. All right, so I have to bring uh, introducing to the set, ladies and gentlemen. I'm ashamed to admit that <laughs> this is my best friend in the world. <laughs> This is the former Remax World Long Drive champion, and he is my bro, Brian Pavlet, out of Scottsdale. King well, Stafford. No, Hey, let's see the like we gotta see the, the bag wall behind you. Phoenix area, not Scottsdale. Phoenix well, area. Get over it. You're All right, wait, you wanna see the bag wall? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the bag wall. And oh, they all look at that flex. On it, you know. So that cool. that is my that is my timeline of golf bags. Very cool. nice. Cool, man. That's that's the one I had way, when I won the World Long Drive with the clubs in it. Oh, really? Yeah, I need to tell you. Oh, clubs still in the bags? You just, clubs still in the bags. You just upgraded. And... Well, you, you saw enough of Arnold Palmer's office over the last weekend, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> 
let's look at let's look at this shit. This is awesome. <laughs> and then, then the highlight is this one. I can probably get in trouble for showing this. Which one? That is the 50th anniversary ping bag. Oh, uh, there's like please. 10 of them on the planet. Something like yeah, that. I don't think there's that many. Well, you get on eBay for that thing. Yeah, I don't know. So don't give up my address because I rarely lock my garage. Well, we don't even know where you're fucking located. Yeah. He so says, Scott's there. Yeah, you're you're in Phoenix, Phoenix area. You're probably in Idaho somewhere. Yeah. Yes, uh, in, a, in a small hut. <laughs> and by the way, I'm in Iceland right now. With, with my hoodie collection. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, man. Uh, we've heard a lot of stories about you. Yes. All, all of them have been great. Uh, I guess uh, this is a, a Rob-ism, I guess I would say. You, you got gas. <laughs> so, so apparently you hit the fuck out of a golf ball. And we just found out like a second ago that you played Covington Country Club and Money Hill. At first glance, you shot the course record at Covington Country Club. I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I had maybe two beers. Hear my ass. <laughs> well, he did, he did preface it by saying, and he was drunk. Yes. Is that two beers each hole? Each um, I don't. Shot? Yeah. Good. Well, all right. So I, I he's got maybe. Stuff, but I know Mike and I expect to really take a really big downturn uh -huh. here because uh, <laughs> he's gonna light me up like a Christmas tree. But no. So a uh, little little preface to our what? Are you loading up? <laughs> no, he's just nodding. Like, uh, like you're about to have a fuck. Fuck. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just shut. Okay, can, can let's just start off. I did listen to the last time he was on. Okay. And and on the tape part two. Yeah. Well, okay. he told that completely wrong. No, I didn't hear one thing. You screwed it up though. <laughs> but still, it, the premise was all there for the most part. Anyway. But all I, I will start off by first of all, you guys, you guys realize and you do know he is full of shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Comes okay. with old age, constipation, it's a motherfucker. <laughs> yes, as long as you guys are totally aware of that, we're, I'm good with it. But yeah, you know, it's not our head in the grid, yeah. way, I am actually always admitted. I got to admit it, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he never said that he was coming on here for journalistic integrity. Right. That's well, then then that's perfect because he had yeah. Because anyways, he has none of that. Um, <laughs> second of all. I mean, he's a terrible golfer. Yeah, yeah. I've admitted that. <laughs> he can't he can't play dead in a western, let alone play golf. <laughs> All right. I've watched him hurt himself on a golf course more than I've seen him ever make birdies. <laughs> okay. I've seen more clubs go in lakes. I've seen I, I mean it's a horror story of golf. <laughs> so many clubs in the water, he's built a bridge. That's why I just make them fit in damn things down, so I can just get oh, right. I mean, my, my one of my favorites, we were playing, oh, where were we playing? Plantation. Carter Plantation. Carter Plantation. And just so everyone knows, so Brian lives in Phoenix, right? Yeah. Uh, the Phoenix area. In the Phoenix area. Phoenix area. Yeah, well, up until a couple of years ago, we had a pretty regular schedule that 
when I thought I could actually play golf and <laughs> I got hurt. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> For the love of God, be quiet. Anyway, <laughs> he would fly here. And the reason he always drops these rounds on me. We play for money once a year, right? Mm-hmm. We get 20 a hole. Match play, though. And I would get one on the par fives. It's the only way I could survive. Because if we played stroke, I'd get it. Not. It's not fair. You, and, you know, uh, he gets a driver sandwich in the par fives. Well, you know, <laughs> you know we're back to hit it. So, well, anyway, so the only caveat was he comes here. We we literally pulled out our $18, $20 bills, put them in a cup holder in front of us, and away we went. And mm-hmm. I got to choose the course. Well, stupid ass me for the longest time, I kept choosing these bombing courses. And, uh, now, Covington was just a farce. He just lit that up like a Christmas tree. Anyway, so we go to Carter. We're at Carter Plantation. And I had a, well, I forget the damn driver I had at the time, but Jesus. What was it? Was that the damn, uh, was that that super fast I had? Oh, who, who, what no, it was, it was a white headed tailor made, is all I know. Oh, yeah, 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 it was. It right, yeah. Like, probably like R15. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, go ahead. I'll let you execute me. Okay, so. All day long, all he's talking, I mean, the whole way over there, he's talking about this driver nonstop. It's like his his first girlfriend. I mean, it's just nonstop. You know, how well he hits it, how awesome it is, how great this driver is. Won't shut up, as you probably have realized, he tends to drone on and on sometimes. <laughs> so just nonstop. We get to the first hole, and then the first hole's that little dog leg left. If I remember right, fairly straight, but trees right. Yeah. 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 We'll get, he proceeds to tee off and the ball goes maybe, I don't know, 290, but 80 yards dead right into the trees. (laughs) And the whole way, I'm like, ooh, really? That driver's awesome. Thank God you brought it. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. This is the best driver I've ever seen seen you hit. Can't wait to see see you hit it on the second hole. (laughs) Second hole goes dead right again third hole dead right i mean this thing i mean he's taken down more trees than than a logger i mean it's just, <laughs> he's he's got i mean if the fact he doesn't have lyme disease from the ticks he had to be dragging out there <laughs> anyway finally we get to the par four it's a dog leg right that you got to take it up over these trees and uh, hits, is that what it was 17 17. The fact that he made it to that point was impressive with that driver. But anyways, he finally squares this thing up and hits it perfect. And I mean perfect, but dead into a tree that he was trying to take take it over. <laughs> and this ball hits this tree squarer than anything and goes another 100 yards right. Rob proceeds to turn around and do the best tomahawk chop I've ever seen with a driver. <laughs> he slams this head of the driver into the ground so hard that well unfortunately what did you hit the the, the markers the on the ground no, it was right on the path right behind right the on the path yeah. you hit, you, on I the just path. I mean it's full the power just pulled it over the top of my head and this this fucker is going in how good did that feel I well, can't literally it, it, I hit it so hard 
it oh. didn't feel great because the driver head proceeds to come back at him at the velocity that it went into the ground plus 10 miles an hour. Because that driver's got a great COR, so it came back faster. <laughs> so it was a good driver. Oh, it was fantastic. Now, when I say it's coming back at his head, I don't think you realize how much this is coming at his head. I'm thinking I've just witnessed his death, and thank God I was going to be the first one on the scene of the accident. <laughs> this driver comes back at him and hits him right here on his visor. Gets oh. oh. his visor, glances off his cheek, and goes about another 80 yards behind us. Okay? Uh, yeah, I have still have that visor. And I can tell that it hit me. And then I look oh, at yeah. my visor was split and the shaft. We did this back. for about a day. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, oh it was a mess. But uh, I, how, how was the cart path afterwards? I don't know. We, we got that path path I was so happy to survive that. I mean, I just lost my. Just, look, I never said I was a patient guy. I never no. said I was a patient person. But, but to my credit, I was concerned for him for at least a couple seconds <laughs> until I realized that he wasn't going to die and he wasn't I could I don't think I got off the ground for about an hour yeah you, you kind of like froze realized it was all okay and then you fell to the floor I I yeah I I, wow. I just but but that's what he does I mean he did the same thing at, at TPC where he had uh this wedge Oh, and, and, and I mean, the whole thing with Rob is if you put anything shiny in front of Rob, he's on. It's like, ooh, this is awesome. I got to have it. And he won't stop talking about it. Well, he got this brand new wedge. What was it, a Callaway? No, it was a Vokey 400 series. Cool, custom, stamped, all that kind of yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on yeah. how, how many times did you hit it fat in a row? Once, because yeah. that's the offer. <laughs> well, that's true, because it was your first swing, and then where'd the club end up? In the lake. There you go. <laughs> first swing in I, the lake. I hit it in, like, as if though I were a ballerina. I, I flubbed it, hit it six yards, and just reared back, and then <laughs> away. I'm a club thrower. I am a club thrower. Jake and I were in golf in the capacity day. I was like, oh, I hit a ball in the water, no problem. I can get some more balls. This motherfucker right here is like, I can throw a whole wedge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be devastated if I threw a wedge in the water. I just don't care. I He's thrown three, three bags of clubs in a lake. Minimum. <laughs> That's when you know you're balling. You can just throw a whole bag of clubs in the water and be like, Minimum. I can make it out of set tomorrow. I mean, watch them for. Well, how many hybrids you did you? What about the. What hole was that where you chucked the three hybrids in the middle of the lake? Oh, um. Best golf swing you've ever made in your life. 17 at uh, TPC, Louisiana. I chucked yep. all of my hybrids and everything into the water. I and those were the best swings I've ever seen you make. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, respectfully so. 17 at TPC, Louisiana is a pretty tough par three. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, every one of those hybrids had a slight draw to it. <laughs> yeah. Really Not a pull, a draw. Great ball flight or great, great club flight. It just looked beautiful. A little too much on them. Yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty salty. But you know, I do have to say also he does have a hole in one, which I don't. I have two now. Oh, okay. That makes me feel so much fucking better. Yeah, that's a world long drive champion and a guy that fired a fucking sixty six doesn't have a hole in one. Not a one. Does. 
I don't have one either. Right, it's so the guys who are terrible to get them. Well, it just shows there's no justice. Give me some cliff yeah. notes on the Covington story. So we come here, and Covington's like two seconds from my house. So now let's go there. And we had gotten uh, we had gotten a little large the day before, but we were okay. We load up our cart looked like a just a refinery had just spilled onto it. But but we were in good mood, good, and we started on number ten. And you know, I've played with Brian so many times. I can kind of tell when things are starting to work, you know. So we get paired up. Remember the two guys we got paired up with? Oh my god! There are <laughs> white tees in front of us, and we have like a stereo going and all this shit. Of course, his name's on the bag. They can't see that. They can't really tell. Now look, you know, look. I suck. Yeah, whatever. Everyone does. I'm not a slouch, so I can at least hit it out there. So they hit, and um, we look up at them. Hey guys, you know we. We're playing a little money. It was our $20 match play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little money game going. If you don't mind, we're just going to hang back here on our team. Yeah, you guys just have a great time. And they were totally cool with it and all that. So they walked back to us. And I busted one out there pretty good. You know, I went yeah. dog leg right. And I'm out there. I hit about 293, whatever. Got Maybe. past the ladies, T. Yeah, I got past the ladies. So that's 383 from the rear end. And he's standing there. And there's people on the green and they're waiting. And these guys look over at me. Well, you can hit. And he looked over. He said, actually, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy looked at me like I had just told him to watch because what? And he hit it eight fucking feet from the flag. And this guy was it was a great par. Oh, you killed him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's all right. He started out slow and still shot 63. So um, this guy looked over at me and he goes, and I mean, they just had this deer in the headlight look like, holy fuck, he just drove it 380. And like, it had the look of like, as if though I intend to hit this 383 yard drive. Yeah. And hit a little bit right of the hole. Like and and, there perfect, yeah. and this guy looked at me and said, is he going to do that all day? Uh, I'm like, yeah. That's the <laughs> and idea. They, and they looked at each other and they looked back and, why don't you guys go ahead and play ahead? And, we'll yeah. <laughs> and, and they were totally cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, hey, you know what? Appreciate it. If we hold you up, just let us know. I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, yeah, they waiting the song. So the funny thing was, so we, we start playing the round. Well, we're playing 20 a hole. I lost 17 bets. He... And you were only one under on the front, on, well, technically on the back, which is the easier part of covering, right. ironically. And then I don't know what he went, but he, he shot 63. Uh, but I made a hole in one on eight. And the, the shitty part was um, so eight, we're playing it from the back, and it's kind of a, it's got a little bit of a downhill to it. So you can't see the cut. Uh-uh. And I hit it, and I knew I hit it right at it. You know, I'm like, I'm getting my ass kicked anyway. I'm just fucking giving away money like an ATM. And uh, we get up there and I pull my putter and, you know, I got a putter and a wedge. And I'm looking and I don't see it and I don't see it. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. And the guys on the other tee had waited for us. They're like, no, you're in. Oh, dude, I lost my mind. I screamed like a woman, did the right thing. We bought drinks, right? And, oh, yeah. But it was the only 20 I won because then he – oh, that was the next hole where you drove You drove number nine. Remember the little – yeah. Well, I was right – yeah, right next to the green. Yeah, so par 
the ninth at Covington, I think it's like in the 410, 415 range, but we had the perfect wind for it. And they're, they're all the way down there. And if you get over the two trees of that hole, it's just wide open. There's just, it's just punishment. I'm like, just go for it. He's like, all right, he teed it up, hit it literally on the right side of the green. And uh, oh, I got to tell him about number uh, 18, when he hit it in the guy's backyard. <laughs> you mean when I hit it in his front yard? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, hold on. I got to tell you this. The same round, right? I hit it in his yeah, front you yard. Are, you know Covington at all? No, I've never, I've never 18 is that. a. Did you have to hit it out of his bird bath? Is that where I landed? No, there, no, oh I'm again. It's, I it's hit it practice. over his house. Yeah, so no, so 18 and coming is a dog leg left. It's about what 380 change, but it goes out about 280, takes a left turn, there's just shit all the way along. And the houses are basically straight in front of And he's on. I mean, I, this is that round. I mean, we, it, it, he is on. And I'm telling him, you know, hey, if you could just carry the, the bend, you could get to the green, no problem. Which sounds stupid, but if it's not, you know, for pretty max. So I was like about to say. You know, <laughs> hey, if you just go there, you'll yeah. hit the flat. Right. Well, it, you know, like, I, Brian, and I, look, in all seriousness, I'm not good, whatever, but playing rounds of golf with one is hard. Playing rounds of golf with, like, you and Houston or us and Moulton, or it's, it is just, it is Awful. It is just fucking awful to always be out driven by eight all the time and suck at the same time. Anyway. Well, that's why I play with Jamokes on these fucks. Anyway, (laughs) it's 380, you know, which is obviously measured down the center of the fairway. And what you're looking at, though, is the T for number nine. I'm sorry, for number 10. And then houses. And he fucking unglued on a ball, but it didn't draw. He hit it over the fairway. Over number 10 T, <laughs> over the guy's house. They were having a crawfish boil. Boil, yeah. Into the front yard. I don't know how far that ball flew, but it was a long way. Hey, uh, there were no OBs. Yeah. Oh, nice. There was no, I swear oh, on, I looked for an OB stake because I'm like, it's got to be OB. Well, we didn't think I hit it in the front yard. <laughs> but I'd be kind of up in the, you know, near the backyard. But the guy said, no, well, we heard something go over. <laughs> We're like, what do you well, mean? Is, so we start approaching his backyard. Well, here comes all these little little 60-year-old men with their beer cans. And it, you know, to them, they're like, good Lord, what in the what? actual what hell was that? You know? <laughs> they come out, and they they now realize what has happened. This bastard from the back tee just blew it over our house. And they came out, and they're offering them crawfish. Hey, would you like a beer or not? Hey, oh, we got a couple beers. Yeah, we had a couple beers. And, they were so enamored with the fact that he, they had driven it, or he had driven it all the way over his house, and then the fucker gets up over the house and puts it on the big <laughs> Well, no, because wasn't it? It was almost a straight shot across from his front yard. No, didn't have to no, hit over the house. He had a tree there, and he went up and over. Yeah. No problem. I went up over a tree. That's right. Yeah. See again, he's full of shit. You got to watch him. <laughs> so, like, does the guy have a plaque in his front yard now? Like. Brian Pavlet hit a shot from this spot in my front yard. If he doesn't, he's going to have one in about a month. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fantastic that's idea. That is Chasing a fantastic idea. 
Drove the ball 381 yards over my house into my front yard, made par from this very spot. Yeah, I'm trying to approach this as Why like if I'm, the, if I'm the homeowner, like I'm sitting in my living room. I'm at, you know, you probably hear, you know, golf balls hit your back door all day long. Right. But to just be sitting there like in your front yard, probably just, you know, watering the grass. Mm -hmm. And then just this ball comes and lands down. You just have to be sitting there. What in the cinnamon toast fuck was that? Yeah. It makes sense. Or, uh, we have I, another good one. We have like, uh, like one of those. Now, like you know, he's got a thousand numbers like this. But me with him, everything is just unique. We have plenty of episodes <laughs> to film. From so he so. he comes in for our, one of our yearly matches, and this is right after I moved to Louisiana, and we decide to play the bridges. Uh, and you had done corporate events and stuff there, if I remember right. I can't remember what you used to come down, but you kind of knew the course. Yeah, it's like a Biloxi. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's in Biloxi. I played that course yeah. one time. It's a bitch, you know. Yeah. It was also the hottest day of the year. I had to stop at the turn to buy a new shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, well, we got injured. And uh, we had, like, what, like, probably like a 9 o'clock tea time. Yeah. Well, we kept calling the clubhouse. We can't make it. We can't make it. We kicked this nine thirty day. We're not going to be there for that. Hey, we ten twenty, whatever. We kept calling. He finally said, "Look, I got a little senior tournament going off at twelve thirty. You can get off the number one tee by twelve twenty. I'll get you out. But that's it. That's the best I can do. Fine. We show up. No range time. And huh. um, so, you know, number one." Bridges is a monstrous fucking hole. It's probably what five eighty five nine. They switched it. I think yeah. The old yeah, they old par so. five now. But it's right there by the clubhouse. Right, right. Yeah. right. And the, the par five. I think we're so hung over we're loose, right? And I actually hit it and had a good ball. I kind of you did. Normal people do. <laughs> Stars aligned. You, the, the, you know the fairway kind of faded it and all that. Horseshoe fell out you your butt. If you remember the, the hole, there's this massive lake to the right. Yeah. And we have probably, what, 50, 60, 70, little 70-year-olds sitting on the first tee? At least. And very cool. Just having a good time. They great, were. They were having a blast. Very nice. And Brian teed the ball up, and he is now aiming over okay. everything. Over, over the water, everything. And yeah. this little guy looked at him, and I'm standing back. I'm you know, <laughs> kind of kicked back. And he said, hey, son, now, you know, the fairway's over here. <laughs> It's okay. Don't worry. I got this. And uh, he fucking unglued on this ball. God damn. It was a monster. Got over the water. Went over everything. Landed it all the way to hell down by, by the green. And I just, I look over and there's just these 60 year old eyes. Just There's all of them like hoodows. Like, Never saw anything. Lord, what in the uh, fuck was it? So finally, one walked up and like, they walked up to him. He's like, Good. What the hell was that? And he was super cool, and he, you know, introduced himself. His name's on his bag and all that. And this little guy walked up to us and he said, "Hey," and he hands me this colored tee. He goes, "Would you mind sticking this in the ground where that ball ended up?" I'd really love to know where it went. <laughs> and uh, it, he I was trying to win the long drive for the yeah. tournament. <laughs> he hit driver sixty on it. I remember very clearly made the bird. It was very impressive. But, yeah, it was just like one of the God damn it. It is just unnerving 
to be around that kind of power sometimes. I mean, now I enjoy it. I've been around him and he's my best. Well, you've friend. seen it. Yeah. Well, I, well yeah. so you're used to what is the wrong term. Right. But it is. Look, at, at the end of the day, look, I'm a golf ass and I, I know tech and all that. And like me and him, he look, he gives me shit constantly, 24 7. I know my night's going to suck all night long. But at the end of the day, he, I know my, I know what, I know my shit. I know what I'm talking about. I understand the tech. I just can't deliver it. But to still see it in action is awesome. It is just cool. It just well, that, extremes. That's what I was about to say. And I, I was making the joke about saying that's why I play with these fucks because I'm so much longer than them. But I don't think I've ever played with anybody that that hits the ball like a shit ton. Well, and, 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 let, and let me be very clear, especially with the Covington round, we give him a little kudos that he does deserve. Yes, he hits it a mile. Does he have the greatest short game? Let me tell you something. That fucker right there, and that putter gets on. Ain't no stop. Lights out. Well, I mean, and that, that okay. has it's probably it's it's what I do the best is putt. I would have to say. He's the long drive champ is a fucking great putter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh wait, can we can we tell the same the the Lake Charles story that was that oh, was magazine was that well, yeah, because so I have zero hole in ones zero. Um, I've come close. I've come very very close on par fours. Probably closer than I've come on par threes. Um, true story. I mean, I've lipped him out on three par fours. I've hit it. I've, you know, lipped it. I mean, anyway, I've never made a hole in one, but I do have five double eagles. Five. Now, here's the funny part about the five. Every cl- Okay, so I've hit the five in with I've hit driver wedge. Driver gap wedge, driver sand wedge, driver 60 degree wedge. And then I actually did a driver putter and made a, a two on a par five. And Ooh. Rob, we were in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Yeah. Lake Charles Country Club. And uh, at that, I think that's number uh, 10, Mallard it? Cove. It's called Mallard Cove. Mallard. Wow, that came out of nowhere. Um, isn't that where the NFL, you did the NFL alumni, right? Yeah, they had they had like you know NFL celebrities. Roman you know, all those guys were there. Yeah. Yeah, before the days of Google, you'd play with them, and then afterwards, you'd have to go figure out who the hell he was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, wait, this, this guy was in the NFL. Or who, you know, and and you just couldn't Google it back then. But uh, yeah, I, it was a it's a it's a massive dog leg right right with. A swamp and trees and you I mean it's totally blind. You can see nothing. And it just was that perfect day where it was downwind. And if you could get it up over these, what were they, Rob? 60, 80 foot tall pines. Yeah. I mean, if you could get it in a coastal, right? right? Yeah. And let me set up at least set up the shot, right? So okay. we're on the tee box. <laughs> and now they are used to him coming. Because you had been there like multiple years in a row. Right. So, you know, I'm like a tag along and everything's cool. And we're having, and we were doing fucking jello shots like it was going out of stock. So we get up to this par five. Well, it was breakfast. Yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway, so I was not playing, but I'm kind of riding along, we're having a great time. And we get on this par five. Now, what me and you, the three of us, I'm sorry, Sean, I don't mean to 
So what the four of us see any right? normal remote. conversation. Exactly. You would see a shit like the right in front of you, right? Yeah. With a dog leg. And you, you know, it's kind of blind, but all four of us would say, Well, hey, we just kind of gotta hit it down there. Yeah. And we get up to this tea box and you know, we see little groups pull away. And then this guy drives out in the middle of the fairway. No clubs. And he's just sitting there. And I'm standing there and standing there and standing there. And I'm looking and I finally looked at Brian. I'm just going, you know, me and him were just kind of bro talking next to each other. But I finally looked over, I'm like, the fuck's this idiot doing on the fairway? You're gonna kill him. He's like, he's, oh no, he's, he's letting he's letting him know when he can hit. He said he's here for me. He knew <laughs> And I'm like, I do what? He said, Yeah, he's here for me. And sure enough, about what? Ten seconds later, this fucker gets out of the car with a red flag and waves it at him. And he is <laughs> And I'm and I look over at Brian. I'm like, I look at the car. This is like five sixty. It's like, no, it's cool. I got it. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Here we go. All right, here we go. Drove it. Put it on the green. It was the goddamn. I'm just. I mean, you couldn't. You hit probably a two to three yard fade. Yeah. And listered it over everything. Was we that? Did. Was that? Well, I had to. Problems? You, you had to get it up immediately because of these trees. So what I did, too, is I teed up as far on one of the sides of the tee box as I could. So I was actually almost standing on the upslope going to the tee. Oh, shit. Okay, so I could get it up higher. Because, I mean, these trees were, I don't know, 50 yards in front of me. Yeah. 40 shit. yards in front of me. And then we figured out that to carry the swamp, you had to fly it roughly 390. Um, and to get it all the way to the green, what did we figure, Rob? It was like 425 or yeah, something? Yeah, 425, 435, yeah. somewhere in there. Because there wasn't a little cluster of trees near the green. Yeah, and I roasted it. I mean, that thing had to be in the air for over nine seconds. It needed a stewardess. It <laughs> so then... We go up there and we're like, "Well, why golf is the group in front golf of us?" Week magazine that was there. Huh? It was Golf Week that covered that. No, it was in golf. It was golf. I thought it was golf magazine. No, it was, yeah, it was either Digest or Golf. golf. So the story was in Golf Magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jaime Jaime Diaz actually called me and asked me about it. <clears throat> so it was in. I have one. I have the magazine somewhere. So that that was one of your albatrosses. Was that was Driver Putter? Driver Putter for albatross. <laughs> Yeah, it bounced up onto the green, hit the guys that were on the green in front of us, hit one of the guys, <laughs> bounced into him. I had about a, I don't know, it's, this is a fish story now. It's going to get a hell of a lot longer. But uh, it was probably about a 20-footer that had at least four foot of break. Damn, that's fun. It had a lot of break. I remember it broke right, left, and I buried it. Everyone went nuts. It was like, you know. Almost like a hole in one on the on the 16th at, at uh, TPC Scottsdale, but uh, here was the funny part. So this it's in the middle of the summer. It's it's Louisiana now. Listen, I'm from Phoenix. I understand hot. Your shit down there is totally different. No <laughs> shit. I mean, I had no idea that the back of my knees are armpits. <laughs> I mean. Why are you sweating out of the back of your leg? Anyway, I make, right now. Yeah. I make the putt. Everyone goes nuts. Well, they had those um, big plastic 
horse troughs that look like a pool. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're not a kiddie pool. They're a horse trough. So they're kind of deep. And they'd have those things full of beer and ice. And so, I mean, this thing is, is almost like the size of a twin bed. Well, after I made it, I go running full speed and I dive into this horse trough full of beer cans. It looked like I was in a paintball fight the next day of all the, just for me hitting all those beer cans in there. But, uh, you know, my, my joke is, yeah, I made a two on the par five and, you know, but I shot 94, but what are you going to do? If I were the guy on the green, I would not allow you to apologize to me for hitting me. I'd apologize to you for me being in your way, <laughs> driving the park. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be on the green. I'm sorry. Well, fault. they all stood and waited and watched me putt it. <laughs> it was, we were. Oh, you fucking have to. It was beer everywhere. It was fantastic. It was awesome. It really was. A- it, it was a blast. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny now that I'm, I'm old and broken. Um, you know, I've had both of my hips replaced, um, but I, you know, I I still love golf. I still hit it decently long, um, but I'm nowhere near. You know, I'm nowhere near what I used to be. I mean, I was back in the day. I was pretty fast, and I could do some stupid shit. But uh, now that I'm old, and I just do more calm shit. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it, that was a, that was a fun one. How far are you hitting Making these driver days? putter for two. How far are you hitting these days? You know, I mean, it's, I can still fly it with my, well, I, I would say I fly it 330. Oh, fuck you. So. Yeah. Respectfully, fuck you. You're, you're, I, I, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> in tight, whatever you want to say. <laughs> you know, but I've actually learned to, to play golf. I, I hit a cut with my driver. I play yeah. a cut and I'm going to fly it anywhere between, between 320 to 330 on demand almost. Um, I got a two iron that is filthy. That uh, uh, driving two iron, it's the the ping crossover. Yeah, it's just, that uh, uh, it's just disgusting. And I probably hit that. I mean, I can hit that easy two eighty. Um, so far, in my I've mind. never felt more. Oh, it's, it's not, not humbled. I feel like somebody cut my nuts off. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like I got spaded in this bitch. Well, it's. The fun part, though, is now that I'm 54 years old, you know, I love going on the going around and doing events still. And when these young guys come up to me and they're like, oh, yeah, well, what are you going to do if he outdrives you? You know, and I'm standing on a hole hit for all the groups. I look look him dead in the face. I say, I'm going to walk up, take his bag off, put it right here on the tee, put my bag on his cart and leave. And he can stand here for the rest of the damn day. <laughs> you know? I mean, sure, I got shit to do. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's the the difference in golf now is just, you know, speed is everything. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's unfortunate that the USGA wants to turn into the IOC and, and, and FIFA and just be morons, you know, as a sports organization and talk about, you know, dumbing down the game distance wise. It's, it's really you know, let's let's go to NASCAR and put governors on them all and make them do 55 yeah. miles an hour. 
Um, it's football, just, it's that long, deep pass. No bigger golf courses. You want to see that long. And if, they, and if they do build bigger golf courses, though, even the pool of winners becomes smaller and smaller. And smaller. I mean, you, you know, know what? Like, yeah. like, you know what? I've told oh, everyone. Yeah, it's true. Brian's a Ping staff player, period. And he's right there. Look at Ping's tour lineup. There's they my shit right there. There's my, here, wait, there's my stuff. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Yeah. Um, That's my tools, my wrenches. No, you know, uh, I got to tell him the story when he well, and Sean getting golf balls at Ping. Well, uh, wait, just, Rod, let me just say one yeah. thing about going, making the courses longer, I think is, is kind of bullshit too. You want to make it harder on them? Stop drying the fairways out. Okay? Yeah. I mean, you watch golf on TV. When's the last time you ever played golf and got 70 yards of roll on a tee shot? Yeah, true. Wet them up, but they don't want to wet them up because then they're just going to fly it in the middle of every fairway almost. You know, but it's it's distances. You know, it was my drive to the game. It's what I loved. It's what got me there. And it's I still think it's the most exciting part of the game. Oh, it is. Well, I mean, and y'all y'all are bringing up some very good points, especially with the USGA and the distance and everything. But this is my whole, I guess, thought process around the whole thing. Yes, the guys today in today's game are hitting it a lot longer than they were 10 years ago. And that's fucking great. But at the same time, you still got to be able to you know, direct your tee shot. You still got to be able to have a still got to be able to putt. So it's like, why are you bitching? Because people are hitting it farther. Um, the game's changing. The athletes are better, they're bigger. Yeah. They're well, they they don't they don't go to the bar afterwards. They go to the gym. That's mm -hmm. right. Okay. I went to the bar. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's just it's a totally different animal, and and you know these guys literally are all working speed. I mean, nobody ever works speed. I mean, how many times in your life have you heard somebody say, swing slow and smooth? Yeah, exactly. That's that's the biggest bunch of crap I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you want to suck at golf? Swing slow and smooth. Keep your head down, eye on the ball. Sit on a bar stool. Keep your left arm straight. I mean, you got no, you got no chance. Yeah. You, it's all speed and acceleration. And, I mean, that's the difference. These the, Hard hope for the best, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but equipment allows you today to swing fast. Yeah. yeah. If I had the stuff today that I, when I competed, I mean, when I won, I had, I think this is the actual driver in my garage. Okay. So this is a, it was a tailor-made tour burner head. So I'm going to just tell you to look at that. Can you see that? Jesus. Shit. It's That's like, the driver. hybrid is bigger than that. And that's how long it was. Oh, wow. Good Lord. Yeah. Okay. So now you got these drivers with shafts and everything. You know, if, if, if Rob would have been around making crap back in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s, when I was swinging over 160 miles an hour, <laughs> it would have been interesting. <laughs> now, I, I, I've always said you give, like, Young Palmer and Nicholas and oh, Sevy, today's oh equipment, they would, no player <laughs> of today can beat them. Jack with new equipment. Ooh, oh, yeah. it would be scary. I mean, it's just, 
you know, and that's the thing. That's like right now, you know, I, I love these long drive guys that, that, you know, after they win the long drive championship, they're going to be on tour the next year. Yeah. yeah. They got a better chance of learning how to skate and play in the NH- NHL <laughs> before they're going to make it on tour. And you know what? You know how many guys out there pound it that actually can play golf? Have you seen this dude from South Africa? Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. Ten yeah. guy? Yeah, he's a freak. You know, it's just, yeah. But, I mean, distance is just such a huge advantage. All right, that's my soapbox. I'm done. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, it's like we talked about, too. You know, and Brian knows it. Now, like, Cobra Pimp Daddy, I told you guys about that. Brian knows him, has known Cobra Pimp Daddy longer than me. Um, there is a difference in between what, you know, and, and we, and Brian, I know you listen to the podcast, yada, yada, yada. What okay, you need to stop saying yada, yada, yada. Go on. <laughs> you know what? We invited you as a courtesy, but you are not necessary. All right? <laughs> you are one goddamn button away from being. I, I realize that. And trust me, if you say yada, yada, yada again, I'll hit the button myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, also, how many best friends do you have, for Christ's sake? <laughs> I mean, I'm listening to the podcast, and I'm getting upset. And I'm like, what? Who's this guy? <laughs> I thought what I was it. The truth has been revealed. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, Rob. Uh, he said he had buddies. He's only announced you as his best friend. Oh, bullshit. Go back and listen to the oh, tape. Yeah, I drink heavily during these things, so I don't know what yeah. the fuck he says right yeah. I don't <laughs> <listen to> <laughs> Oh, I never listen to him. Yeah, no. I mean, he, he. I don't know how many best friends he has. He actually doesn't have any if you want to know yeah. the truth. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. That might have been a little too soon. That's all right. That's all right. I don't care. Too soon. Too soon. No, but, you know, like what he's talking about, there's such a huge amount of disconnect, I think, between what the, what the public does and uses and plays on, the gap between what the public does. And, you know, and we go off on all kinds of rabbit holes on the disconnect between what the public needs for equipment and all that. And then the tour guys playing it, you know, and Brian, you know, a lot of the shit that I've actually said to you, I, I've really learned a lot from him and Brian, you know, I've, I've told them it is my exposure to the Pavlets and the Zubacks and the Sean, like me, Brian and Sean were a really tight knit group for a long time, but you get a perspective from, you know, they're virtual tour level players on the you know planes like and i've made this comment to play seven thousand six hundred yards the average person does not get that and how punishing that is i don't and but you know we watch watch the pga on on, on tv and oh my god it's they want that equipment you know, I'm, I'm jumping around but it's it's the disconnect between what the public really needs and what they really use and what they really need, and then watching it be like you know every, the average person trying to play with him all the time. It, it wears you out. I mean, I I was about Brian, to say that's demoralizing. Oh, you know, it is demoralizing. If you're playing all day, plays, you know, <laughs> normal length PGA, and me and you and the, and the four of us, it is punishing, and mm-hmm. that's you know, the equipment quandary that I face sometimes when I'm trying to help people with normal equipment. Anyway, 
So, Brian, how did you end up getting hooked up with, with Rob? Oh, God. Oh, my God. This is a scary story. So, I don't know if you guys know what – how much am I allowed to say legally? Whatever. Hey, we're, we're open, man. We've had a Vicodin story. We've had yeah. multiple drunken disorderlies. Yeah. Do, you, do you guys know about his actual job? I know what he's kind of a human being. I don't know what the fuck he does other than. I know this. I know Stormy works for him. Well, just just let me tell you, if you ever need to find somebody, he's the one. Um, all I know is all of a sudden, I'm, uh, this is this is back in 1994. That long ago? Yeah. I won it. I won it in '93. And then I went on a tear where I got beat and finished second. I don't know how many times. Anyways, that's an open wound. Um, so I'm in my I'm in my house after I'd won the long drive and the phone rings, and it's him. And he literally goes, "Hey, listen, got your number." And I'm like, "How in the hell did you get my number?" But I got your number, and I watched the long drive, and I really like your swing and you know, starts talking about that. And I'm like, okay. I'm thinking, well, this is kind of weird. You know, who the hell's this psycho? Um, you know, where, where do I sign the restraining order? But anyway, we start talking probably an hour and 45 minutes later, we hang up. I mean, we talked for, a, I mean, is that close Rob? Hour 45? Oh, easy, easy. easy. I mean, Might've been two. We just gabbed. I mean, oh yeah. And, and I'm terrible about on the phone. I, I can't stand still. And I probably walked like seven miles on that phone call. <laughs> I got my steps in. But anyway, we just talked. And then we we figured out, hey, I'm going to be at this event in Metter, Georgia. And he's going to come to it. And that's when we first actually met. That's and it. that was the one where he was like, I'm a long driver and I can do this. And, you know, I, we pull in the day before and stay up until three in the morning and I'm on the tee at eight and I can see out of my left eye only at that point. And, you know, he stands up there and hits one and kind of st puffs his chest out and like, yeah, you did tell a story. I remember very clearly. Oh, I was yeah. getting uh, title is nine, seven, five D's. I was mm -hmm. all proud of myself and I could tell I was hitting it pretty good. Now again, you know, I, I was never that. I was never this. I was never these guys. By the way, I have the, uh, I don't know if you can see it in the background, Brian. I got the, the ad thing. Yeah. Got it, Remax. And there you are right there. So yeah. Oh, there you go. See? Nice. Wow. Anyway, so, by the way, I'm, I don't mean to be a sappy, emotional person, but. Oh, he is, though. <laughs> I, I am, I'm, I'm a pitiful person when it comes to it things that really, I, I get very attached to what I do. This is the way hey, you guys get Maybe it is, but when my, so, yes, Brian's my best friend. Yeah, he came out, and granted, when he shows up at Remax, it's a big deal, everyone knows, and yada, 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 yada. Oh, shit. Sorry. Shut up, shut up. Anyway. <laughs> but, you know, um, Art, you know, Remax is there, and then it, you know, it was a big event, TV, ESPN, um, and 
the year I launched my chaff company, I decided to be a TV sponsor. And I had to write a check for that. Yeah. So my logo's out there on TV and all that. And when it was a very weird experience. But when Brian finally came out, because you were hitting the crumbs, uh, you had some color changers, but he hit that. And it was a very overwhelming feeling for me to actually see holy shit my shit it's real you know yeah. and, and here you know forget the fact that i love the guy and, and he's my best friend yeah, 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 but... okay that that's three times no, but three like right. you know i've always said to have that caliber of an athlete trust my stuff it was big to me it was a Big deal. I was a nervous cat. Absolutely. Um, I got to, you know, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, so I launched the company, and this doesn't involve Brian, but um, so these are the original ten guys that I sponsored, and I strategically chose who I chose. I had a pain guy, I had uh, five Callaway guys, crank. I, I purposely got very smart with it, and. Um, so two of the guys that I had at the time were really, really and, and they're good dudes, Justin Moose and Aaron Mansfield. Uh, and, you know, they had fucked hundreds of guys at the time. But, um, the very first event that my chapter in competition, they came in first and second. And I'm watching this shit on the internet. I'm at my house. Mm-hmm. It's me and my wife, and I'm looking at internet results, and I'm as nervous as I can see them advancing and advancing and advancing, and they're like my two killers at the time. And it was, you know, I always had the sensation, no matter who I worked with, you know, I had the fortune of working with Joe Miller. I had Sadlowski for a very brief period of time, and these guys, and um, Houston, and, and all the guys, and they're all television class athletes. And there is something weird to be said about what well, you're actually making the equipment for me. What? Nothing. <laughs> be quiet. And like, <laughs> I didn't say a word. Anyway, so anyway, they advance it. This, this is the worst goddamn story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm walking, and I'm walking around my house. And I'm sweating, and I'm like, you're, "Oh my god!" Tell him you cried, and let's move on. I cried like a baby. All of a sudden, it comes back one two, and I sat in my kitchen with my wife, and I cried my eyes out. Okay, I was so great. that's such a great story. It was, it was awesome. It was just awesome. I mean, it was overwhelming. Oh, yeah, man, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, it is. Like, Fucking hell, it's like Tell us all about the work we did, it actually goddamn worked. And uh Tell us about so Rob with the golf club Rob, right. it's it's such a great story, but you just you have to quit telling it. <laughs> Especially in public. <laughs> all right. Well that's the first hey. time you told it on the pod. Yeah. So I mean I, my I, god. I don't about how I threw your shit out the window yet. <laughs> No, I, Brian, I want you to tell that should story. That a, oh, yeah. Should that be a TVD story, like a next podcast? Fuck that. We're rolling. Right yeah. that's, that's, that's my brand new Cobra. The one when you threw my Cobra driver out the window at the yeah, hotel in Disney. Yeah. And we're on the third story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you threw it from the sliding glass door was open barely. And you chucked it from the middle of the room 
with each other, right? So is Rob the reason why you can't open hotel windows anymore? Uh, there's a lot of reasons. There's stuff, yeah. I mean, my, my, you know, we, we had a lot of great times. And, and what's funny is, is, you know, looking back at this, you know, how that phone call where he called me out of the blue and we talked, how that ha has made a friendship that, you know, I can never replace. So you might want to get him another Kleenex. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, he is, he is truly one of my, my dearest friends. And, and I mean, we talk, you know, my wife literally just walked out. I'm in the garage cause I'm, I get loud. We couldn't tell. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my garage. And, uh, she just walked out and looked at me like, what the hell are you doing still? Um, but you know, Rob, Rob and I have gone way back and done so many things and had so many great times together. Um, and you know, we, we've done some really dumb shit and we've done some, some, you know, really good stuff we've done. Uh, you know, he's been at events where I've been, where we're, we're helping charities and we, you know, so we've, we've done the gamut. Um, and now that we're both old and on blood pressure medicine, you know, <laughs> things have got to be a little different, but, uh, yeah. you know, we, we would definitely, you know, traveling when you're young and you're, you know, I have, I have, now I have two men. I don't have kids. They're old. And, uh, you know, traveling away from them, it was hard, you know, you're away from them. So, you know, we would go and try to get our mind, you know, minds off that stuff. And we would have a few large, large evenings. I do remember one though, where Rob had a very large evening and we stopped at this pizza place in Orlando at about one in the morning. Oh, yes. And we got some slices of pizza and I will never forget, I'm watching Rob with this slice of pizza and he goes to eat it and he literally goes and whiffs and goes, <laughs> swear to God, he ate air. And he proceeded, <laughs> true story, and proceeded to oh, chew man. it. And he's chewing it, but he missed the pizza. And I swear I looked at him and I'm like, how's that taste? He goes, Man, this is some good pizza. <laughs> Chewing air, anyway. Um, but you know, I, I will say that Rob, Rob, Rob's an enigma. You know, I mean, the the guy literally, he knows his shit. But his pull on people, the fact that he got, I don't know how many people to switch to a steel shafted driver, <laughs> is staggering. Right. It just shows literally how people will read shit on the internet and believe it. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a great ride. Um, we've had some really good times and, and um, you know, Rob, I'm getting short on some spending money. So let me know when you're going to come. Oh out. yeah. Hey, I did. I did join a club. We need to. Have oh, did you find out when the member guest is yet? No, no. I, I, uh, I talked to Jeff the other day. They just haven't scheduled it. They had like some Omicron bullshit psycho worrying about yeah. it. But I'm going to find out. I'm going to break out the x lux flag with all the girls. We're gonna oh, do I'm it. coming. Oh, yeah. So Brian's going to play the member guest with me. But I will be a seven. I'll oh, pad my handicap yeah, to a seven. For oh, yeah. That's exactly how you do it. Absolutely. You'll have to be an in-studio guest when that happens. I, you know what? I will come and I will definitely come in. Fuck. No. Uh, I know there are two. There's two. Cars. You know the north. The North Shore is kind of like it, it's it's weird because like I hear of all these golf courses over there, and they all have like these great reviews. I've just never played. Like I played a Beta Springs, um, Country Club. It's a shame that shut down. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. Although I just 
Oh, yeah. yeah. The driving range of the bar. Guy did a great job from what I hear. So the golf course isn't there's the driving range and the bar. Well, yeah, I think I played there. I, I played one time. I had a buddy who lived on the North Shore. He said, uh, hey, come, you know, let, let's go play this course. Uh, I love it. It's really nice. And I go, okay, yeah, let's do it. It's raining. We show up. You ever heard of Royal? Yeah, it's in Slidell. It's in Slidell. Yeah. You ever played it? No. Okay. It is like the golf course equivalent to Auschwitz. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, the 18th hole. I'll I'll summarize the whole course like this. I've never heard that one. Well, you can use it, baby. Oh, I'll uh, steal the shit out of that. Yeah. So the last hole, 18, is a par five. It go. It, it's a U-turn. So you go straight, then you go to the left, then you go to the left again, and the green's that way. So you know. Brian will probably say, oh, I can tee it up and hit it over the tree. Just take it out. Yeah, go because right now. The trees are right next to you. Wow. <laughs> and we played this course, and I remember after going like, hey, next time you want to play out here, don't fucking call me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would rather stay at home and play Tiger Woods on Xbox than come here <laughs> and play this shit. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I don't know what made me think of this. So I, ha I have to tell our, our reflection bag story. Um, oh God! Owns my company. So look, let's just say I'm in the securitization business. But anyway, doesn't matter. you know where Hoffman Perry, don't you? Fuck yeah! I, I was, uh, <laughs> was going to ask you that question. I'm telling you, if he doesn't know, he could find out. When Pavlin said he could find anybody, I swear I, I wanted to ask you where Hoffman. Let me assure you, there is nothing to say. Anyway, but uh, so. Um, at the time, I was trying to be quasi-competitive. And if you remember, like, when Sean was holding events in Little Rock, yeah, boss was actually kicking in money. He's like, hey, fuck it, throw another couple thousand in the pool. Because, you know, my boss and me are very tight. And a really good man. So we had a conference in Vegas. And Brian said, well, why don't you bring Brian up? And this, oh, this was, was such a bad idea. Our industry. <laughs> So I called up Brian and I'm like, hey, I want you to just listen to this with a straight face. Would you mind coming to Vegas for free and drinking? <laughs> on me? Say no more. Yeah. Well, and you have to play golf. Could you say really? yes fast enough? So he flies in. And uh, I don't know if you've ever played Reflection Bay in Vegas, I, which I love. I, I think it's still there. I think it's. No, it's, it's still there. Okay. Anyway, cool place. He's played the three tours challenge there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, just relax, will you? Just relax. Anyway. I'm putting. We had, we, <laughs> we went out the night before. I'm very putting. What the hell did we do the night before that? What we did went out all night? I was all night in Vegas. It was oh an all night. God. Our tea time was 9.30 in Lake Las Vegas is what? 25 minutes, minutes. minimum. Yeah. Ugh. We crawl in probably six, seven in the morning. Enough like, to shower, get in the car, and go. Got my corporation. We're playing with him, and Tom's a super cool guy. And uh, it was the first time he had met Brian. And <laughs> the way this worked out, he just he ended up loving Brian. So we get there, and what my boss does not realize, I'm okay. 
Brian is green. Thank you, shit. He is leaking oil. Now, he's on the right now. Like, like, um, reflection bands. It's huge driving range. Now, he's hitting it, you know, what everyone on the range is like, good lord. You know, some bitch is hitting seven miles. Well, you know, he does anyway, but he is. He kept telling me, dude, I'm going to puke. I'm not, I'm not in good shape. So I, we. Are, I did not feel well. We, he was a buddy trooper, total trooper. Holding our own, holding our own, holding our own. We get to number five, which is this R4 that is on the edge of the golf course. There's shit out of balance to the left. And it's, I will never forget it because I looked at it and the number always sticks in my head because 440 yards is exactly one quarter of a mile. 440 is one quarter. 440 yard par four and it's an elevated tee box and just like a giant ravine all the way up to a raised hole at 440 with a bunker in front. <laughs> similar to what happened in Covington. So it's me, the guy that owns my company, Brian, who, by the way, he looked like a million bucks, but he was coming apart. And the broker for one of the largest brokers out of New York that we had ever dealt with. So there's some power on the tee on me. It's still a guy that I'm jumping. And... Everyone hit kind of the same way. I hit. I actually hit a fairly good drive right down the center. Brian stands up, play driver, and I can tell that gravity is starting to take effect. <laughs> I mean, duck hook. Fucker is nine miles left off the tee. And he's like, oh, God, fuck. I don't want to do this shit anymore. And uh, she's like, now, Brian, I will get Brian. Brian's a rule guy. He's an OB guy. He looks for stakes. He's a rule guy. Brian looks over at me and he looks at the green. He's like, okay, I'm going to read to you. So he goes and grabs a competition driver. Now, at the time, he was with Ping, which was his heyday. And the, the Ping DI, well, I, I don't know if you guys know this, the ISI driver is the driver that started the core war. Every single one of them yeah. fail right now. It is the hottest fucking driver ever made. Period. End of discussion. There is not a hotter driver ever nope. made than that driver. So I think you were, I think I remember because they were always stamped with, you could tell by the serial number what degree, but you were always in the four or four and a half degree range. Yeah, that was about you, four degrees. Henley Ultron at the time. 98 gram shaft. And he goes and grabs a ball and tee, and there's people sitting on the green. And if you ever really, you know, you've been to a nice course, kind of probably same thing at your course. You know, if, if a Marshall senses a slow person, they don't go, hey, fuckhead, would you move it? Hey, you know what? Hey, just, you know, go ahead and move along. Yeah, I think the pace of So this good. guy comes around, and Tom's standing there. Now, my boss is standing. My boss is very old, old school, quiet, Italian money, if you know what I mean. Very soft. Spot. What the fuck do you do for a man? Mob money? Is that what you mean, right? Anyway, That's what I'm thinking. Rob Head. So we're standing there, and Brian goes, I'm going to read to you. Tom walks in and I said, Tom. Now, at the time, I kept telling Tom, hey, I've met this guy, fucking rematch champ. And Tom is used to playing with me. And I'm, you know, as a time, I was pretty long. I'm like, Tom, this guy's. I need a hundred yards past me. 
He's like, there's no way. I, I just don't buy it. So Brian goes and grabs his driver, a competition driver. And I looked over at the guy, Tom. I said, Tom, I told him all at one time, just watch the chair. So he's now teed the ball and he's standing at a dress, and these guys are on the green. 440, one quarter of a mile. Here comes the marshal. Come, he got out of he got out of the car. Very cool. Very cool. Hey son, just want to let you know, you know, those guys are up there on the green. Just go ahead and knock one down there, you'll be fine. He goes, he goes, sir, I gotta tell you sorry, but I can't do that. Scott <laughs> <laughs> looked at him like he again, like, what? And I'll never forget the guy looked at him. He said, oh, I got to see this. <laughs> he gets out of his car. And he comes and stands with the rest of it. And that fucker put it on the green from 440. They scattered like roaches. <laughs> He's in one, dropped two, dropped three, three. dropped it, made par. It was a good par. Drove yeah, you know, you got to go that far. Yeah, and my boss tried to hit your driver, remember? So Tom, oh, yeah. like, to well, it's like freaking rebar. Rebar. He lost a tooth. Yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would swing me. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't swing it. But it's one of those drives that just stuck in my mind like, good Lord. I mean, 440 on the fly and you're aiming it. It's, you know, it's one thing to hit it 440. To literally have a target in mind at 440 was like, I, you know, I just, I couldn't get it in my head. And, and again, you know, not to come like full circle, it's actually one of the reasons I kind of got into what I do with what, you know, the shaft company is like, I have seen the top of the mountain. I have seen what the extreme is and what can I do with that and to make it. But yeah, it's just one of those memories just completely burned in my head to actually watch a guy. Uh, you know, if I hit a 440-yard cut right here, it'd probably be just right. Yeah, right on. There it Why is. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Did Rob cry when he saw that? That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he cried and he said yada, yada, yada. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brian, do you, to this day, do you play Rob Chefs? You know, um, I, I okay. don't. You know, I, I had... I, I played the Agara forever, um, but as he'll tell you, you know, I'm because I'm older now. I like lighter stuff, um, and you know, raw. I mean, if I go to a competition and do long drive, I still hit his stuff a hundred percent. Wow, that's awesome. Um, but you know, I don't do that anymore. Really, I've had both hips replaced, and and you know, like again, I'm old and I'm you really hit at three thirty, pussy. So yeah. right, I'm old and broken. Um, you know, but like in, in my long drive clubs, yeah, but, you know, I, I kind of got into the uh, I want to go lighter mode. Um, and, you know, so in my driver, I don't. He knows what I have in my driver. He's got uh, yeah, I've got this. I've got this. Uh, it's a two or six X Ventus that is tipped to sure. length. So it's probably tipped an inch and a half. Jesus. Um, and it's a tour X and, um, the yeah, Rob, you'll be surprised to know that I've gone to a larger midsize grip now, I'm very proud of you. not to, not to the extreme that you, you know, he uses a XL 3.0 super stroker on all of his clubs. <laughs> um, I, the 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 I use the gym books. I did. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. His, he's, his is pretty insane. Oh, sure. but, Ryan, you know, I brought this. Can you see? 
Barely. Yeah. Oh, the Dutter? The Dutter. Oh, he knew, yeah. The Russ Dutter. There it is. That's awesome. The I told you the first time I broke it out was at your course. Remember the I remember that. All right. Now, listen, though. I got to go. My battery's about to die in my phone. Oh, dude. Thanks I've, for I've, I've got to. You've, you've dealt with me long enough. Please and listen, I'm going to leave preemptively because I guarantee you when I leave, within three minutes, he goes yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Thanks for going on, brother. You're coming hey, on Guys, thanks for having me on. I would love to come out and, and be in live in studio. And I'll, oh, see you, I'll see you in Phoenix or Utah or wherever the fuck you live, too. Yes. Phoenix. Phoenix area. AZ boy right here. Area. So Phoenix area. <laughs> All right. Thanks, hey, thanks for having me. That was awesome. Thanks, bud. All right. Thanks, guys. Call me manana. All right. I'll call you. All right, dude. All right, All dude. Right, dude. Cheers. No, oh, that was fucking great. What, what an awesome guy. <laughs> that guy is a fucking what legend. What a pleasure. Mike down. Mike, Mike down. down. This table, I the hat. Yeah, I think Sean, can you see? Yeah, set up right here. Can you see yeah, yeah. Digging the Dr. Phil setup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's nice, right? Well, you know, like like today, I brought a cool banner. I got a sign. Next time, don't you have a therapy couch for you to lay down on? Yeah, Rob, Rob, Rob walked in. Goes, what is this, Dr. Phil? Rob walks in like, where's that outside, girl? I am digging it. Yeah, you know, no, it doesn't work. No. <laughs> Rob, I do not. I mean, Brian was fucking amazing. That was incredible. But last podcast you were on, you you talked a little bit about Phil. Yes. So, oh, yeah. What do you think about his comments and the fact that he's being dropped by everyone? Callaway pulled out. Yeah. Callaway. Was well, it? Put it on Well, it's just like taking a break in a relationship. You can't go back. Yeah, you can still go fuck other people. KPMG dropped them, but Callaway paused. Look, let's be honest. Okay, first of all, Phil's got all the money he needs in the bank. Correct. His companies are doing well, so that's one thing. You know, we we could chase. I could go into some political rabbit holes. Personally, um, I hate to say. Well, no, I don't hate to say. Don't say it. Number one, what did he say that was inaccurate? Sorry, no. the Saudis are a bunch of fucking savages, and they do exactly what they said that he does. Hate to say it, God's honest truth. Now, we've all learned playing the sandbox. That's just who they are. Um, the the bitch is is that you know it's like it's like everyone knowing something, but oh, you can't say it publicly because you're going to offend it. So. Who are you offending? We all know the same damn thing. Right. That's I, I'm getting tired of the, the social influencer comment when you know the sky is blue. Really? Oh my god, you no, no, no it's, it's not, not blue. We can no, walk it's outside it's blue. You know, I mean anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I, I take that as he is very content where he is in life. Do I think he misstepped? Yes. Okay, but He's in a position he can make that mistake. Yeah. Right. I still like Phil. I'm still, I'm still a big Phil guy. I, I still oh, love I, I love him. I just think it's funny how... I think it's, it's so fucking hypocritical. Well, and to be honest with you, it, 
what he said in all actuality is true. It is. Everything he said is true. But where it came from, where, you know... It came he, from a very nasty position. Correct. And, you know, he kept saying, like, oh, I'm doing this, you know, to, to help all golfers. Right. And, he went, and he wasn't. He was doing it for his own fucking personal he's telling, game. He's telling PGA to go fuck himself. Correct. Right. Because the PGA made him pay a million dollars off of the match. Right. For his name and likeness. Which is shitty. I get that. But it's like, you made ten. So, okay, so now you got nine. You know, it's kind of like his social awareness when he went on that rant about how much taxes he had to pay in California because he makes so much money. It's like, do you really think the motherfucker working at Subway gives a yes, fiddler's hey, fuck how much you had to pay in taxes? Hey, get on your private jet and move somewhere else, asshole. Exactly. No. How bad are his gambling debts these days? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, could be. Oh, he's doing well, though. Yeah. Okay, yeah. God, you, you want to know who's a degenerate fucking gambler? Yes. In a good way, though. In a, Duffner. Really? Duffner. Duffner. Oh, you, did you listen to the last podcast where we talked about Duffner? <laughs> I'm not yet. Oh, Vic's uh, not a fan yeah, of Duffner. Duffner and I, uh, I need him to Vic said he'd fight him. Yeah. Pretty good story. Yeah, we, really. yeah we, we, got a little, we got a little saucy last podcast, and Sean posed the question, if you could fight, any PGA Tour player, who would it be? My number one was Jason Duffner. Because, really? Yeah, he threw me out of uh, the Zerk. Who would yours be, Rob? Threw you out? Threw me out of threw me out of the Zerk. Uh, this was right before, and I'll, I'll tell the story again. No, I'd, I'd like to hear it. Yeah. yeah he, uh, so one year I went with uh, a buddy of mine, <clears throat> and we kind of pre-gamed a little too hard. Is this before or after? Uh, this is before. Oh, I see. That this is right before he won the PGA. He didn't get a pass then. So. No, exactly. Um, so what happened was is that he teed off on 10. Okay. Okay. Now, me and uh, our buddy were walking down 10, and we're pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not going to sugarcoat it. I was a little drunk. And I'm a loud person. I am. Just naturally when I talk, I'm loud. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, you know who we should go follow? You know, I know Ricky's on like 14. Let's go take a look at him. And he's putting. And he lifts up and he goes, hey, can you shut up? And I just pick my head up. And I go, who the fuck is that? There's like six people in this group. Yeah. And I look at him and I go, you know what? Me and you, the rest of the day. I get on my phone. I look up everything I need to know about him. I found out that he went to Auburn. So after he hit every drive, I yelled out, roll tide. No, no, yeah. He lipped out like two putts in a row. And I was like, oh, damn. Now you're only eight off the lead. That would have really cut the deficit down, Duff. And before you know it, I get a little tap on my shoulder. And it's like, so you, you need to be. And I go, you know what? I was fucking done anyway. So me and our buddy went and ate uh, buffet Chinese food. And Threw up later. So, awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. That is incredible. So, and I tagged him on Twitter. I'm like, Duff, I demand an apology or me and you are going to have to throw hands. And he hasn't responded. No, not, I'm not surprised. But, Duff's uh, ex-wife, so hot. Yeah. <laughs> so hot. It, it, what was the rumor that she banged Tiger? She banging Tiger Woods. Was there Tiger anyone? Woods. God. Dude. Dude was dipping into everything, wasn't he? Yeah, you know, but you know what? If I'm, you know, 
my it was funny. I was playing with my brother one time, and he was playing shitty. And he goes, uh, he goes, God damn it, Jacob, what what am I doing wrong? And I go, I don't fucking know. You think if I could diagnose your problems, I'd be sitting here at this Muni course? No, I'd be on tour asking Tiger Woods how many people has he fucked this week. Yeah, right. Which I mean, at the time, you know, we all play golf here, but after we're done eighteen, we go back home to our wives. We don't have a slew of groupies ready to suck our dick. If we did, we'd stay at the course longer, but we don't. No, no human being can withstand the opportunities that guy had. No. You know that, I'm, I'm sorry. I would it's go fucking insane. Yeah. It's, it's, there's well, what was that story on the, the uh, documentary when he was in the Vegas nightclub and he was with like Barkley or Jordan and he goes, what do I tell these women? You tell him you're fucking Tiger Woods. Yeah, Jordan said, go up you to know, me and you tell him you're Tiger fucking Woods. I won't tell you what pro told me this. Because I know who he is and he didn't just no implicit. PGA Tour professional. Sitting shooting the shit about that Tiger. He's a coward. Yeah. We're talking about Tiger this and Tiger that and how you know, everything's going downhill. And he goes, you know, here's something else that's kind of weird. And I was like, oh, wow, I never thought of that. Is that fucker did everything he just did? The infidelity, yada yada yada. yada sorry, goddamn. I got, I'm gonna, that that was off. Now you can get away with it. Yada yada yada. I'm out. I'm gone. Okay. <laughs> That's gonna be the new uh, everything. Yada yada yada. I stay with the podcast. I'm gonna have uh, on t-shirts. Yada yada yada. <laughs> Words by the head himself. Um, how did that guy do that? modern era and not one picture on a cell phone he's got a yacht called privacy no 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 no. he did it in public yeah he was fucking the waitress at hooters he walked around in public in vegas any other human being does that in public oh my god tiger words with a walk not one picture yeah never how did he do that People love him. That is incredible. Think about yeah, it. I mean, I ain't about to rat on Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, love Tiger. Big Tiger is the goat, the phenom. He is it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take Tiger broken over anything. I, oh, yeah. I, you know, it's like, look, we are sitting here in this room because we love golf, mm-hmm. and we and we do, and, and I think we like it because it's social and and it's fun, and you know, I always joke. And, you know, I can tell you like my personal story where I was I was this close to quitting golf right now. I mean, when we did our last podcast, I was on the edge. I'm just literally throwing away my clubs. But you hit that one seven iron at the range. And yeah. God, right on the nuts, you know, and it brings you back. But ladies and gentlemen, beers at the turn saving golf careers. Yeah. Oh Rob, yeah. I, I like to quit after every round. What yeah, so, so every bad round. After every eighteen. Yeah, well, you know, I got what's what did it for me. You know, like this is my little 10 second story. So uh, I just had hip replaced. Golf destroyed my hip. Uh, long drive. I'm, any right handed golfer, all your torques going on your left hip. My left hip was completely annihilated. Uh, it hurt like hell. I couldn't function. So for six months before the surgery, I didn't do shit. Get the surgery, get the hip replaced. For, so for six months after that, you're recovering. So I spent a year not doing anything. And then I got to the point where I didn't trust it because it's a very weird sensation to have a full piece of, it's a huge piece of hardware. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I had some issues occur in the golf world and business, which really put me in a bad spot. I came out in the plus, but I'm, I'll just put it that way. I had something occur that really was just really hard for me to deal with. Left a bad taste in your mouth? Yeah, and, and for all the wrong reasons. I mean, just like with people I just loved. I mean, and I just, I had an issue. Anyway, solved it. So we live in New Orleans. You know, hurricane comes, wiped out all the driving ranges. I'm a hitter. I could care less about playing golf. I mean, I love to play golf. I like, look, I get boxes of free golf equipment constantly. I have never bought a golf club. You've seen some of the shit that I used to bring into the store. I mean, I just, I don't even know what to do with it all. Um, But I like to go to the range and just bang, you know, just sit there and just bang on golf balls. All the driving ranges got washed away. So it got to the point where here locally, it was either City Park or the one out by the airport, which I, and I know. Which got washed away. Yeah, Gary. I love Gary. Gary owns that piece of property. Very wealthy guy. But, like, okay, I can only rebuild this so many times. Yeah. This podcast is the only thing I will come into this goddamn parish to do. Period. End of discussion. Not one of the fucking platinum cars in my wallet will ever come out of my wallet in this parish as long as that bitch whore is in charge of this parish. And she can go fuck herself. Toy of the destroyer. That can go fuck herself. <laughs> Sorry. That's why I want to the Is that really no, Keep your mind, Rob. That's how you really feel. I'll tag her, don't she, Yeah, she, she's not popular. No. Yeah, she got voted in for a second term, which I have no fucking clue why. No, so. These two, baby. Yeah, so I'm not hitting. I'm not doing anything. And all of a sudden, the Rangers are washed. And they're not coming. I'm not going to. And all of a sudden, I'm not, I'm not even hitting a golf ball. And then I just stopped. And I looked at the wife the other day. I was like, I had a ball. Your show, honest to God, was a godsend for me. It really was. It just kind of reinvigorated me. And I was like, God, it was really cool just to talk, you know, talk shit. I'm going to come talk. And I'm not, this is no bullshit. I just joined last weekend. You have the text. Yeah, I have the text. So I came on the show and I'm like, okay, I still own the business and all that, but I can make golf clubs. And I'm like, God, you know, I constantly got people begging me for information. Hey, can you get me this? And hey, can you get me that? And hey, you know, I'm like, you suck. You just go away. No, no, no. You don't even catch <laughs> You fucking get me those clubs, Rob. Sean, when you come in town, to me, I'm going to make out with you. There it is. There it is. See? Perfect. Plus, you have a Frank Sinatra. It's content. You're yeah, it's, Sinatra it's, 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 alone. Me and you are having a make out session. Yo. Yeah. No. Anyway. No, but. Um, Do it. Let's see if we can get some likes. Yeah, so you just looked at me. Are you going to set me up with Stormy in two weeks or what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, man. Join the club. Give it one year. Just spend the money, and she's like, "Look, everything, every dime of money you spend on paying for rent is going to belong to a club, and all the range money you spend, just put it all towards a monthly, whatever it is. Just do it for one year." And I joined Boshin. I was going to join Money Hill, which is really where I wanted to belong, but it's just it's still thirty minutes away. Yeah, and uh, it's a hike to Money Hill. I drove by it by accident. Yeah, even for even for me. Yeah, Stratton's coming. I got to admit, I joined last weekend. I've been out. I've hit. 
it's cool, I'll work till like three o'clock or something like that. I'd go over there and I'd bang a hundred golf balls. And boy, I was a train wreck at first. Yeah. Knocking the rest off, knocking the rest off. Yeah. Yeah, the other day I finally pulled out my triple diamond, uh, excuse me, uh, speed driver. You know, I know it's like one of my demanding drivers fucking peppered. Started hitting the trees on the far side of the range. I'm like, yeah, you know. And uh, walked nine the other day. I've just slowly fallen in love with golf. And it's really been rejuvenating. Got that power, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, now, like you said, we we had tons of conversations about, you know, you – you, how, how much you enjoyed coming on the podcast, and I mean, uh, we we uh, fucking we loved having you on the podcast. Like I said, the amount of text and DMs and comments that I got that was like, "Who is this guy? I, he yeah, is a, why does he suck so bad?" I will tell you this: I don't know who one of the three of you or someone that watches this podcast has some sort of connection to Callaway. Three days after I did the podcast, I got a direct message from, I'll just say this, a very high-ranking official who I know, a medical, you know, because I went out to Callaway and did the golf works, big write-up, you know, the viral write-up, yada, yada, yada. Sorry. Yeah. Tell them we're looking for clubs. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, how about just a, a, a shout-out? Yes. That would be great. How about a sponsorship or something? So I got a direct message. Hey, love the show. Thanks for thanks for the props. And, you know, because I... Made the mention, hey, Callaway's king, which they are. Yeah. And um, it was interesting. Like, the spider web is, it's out there. It really it, well, what I, what I was originally going to say is, you know, we started this with three. Now we got four because, I mean, you that's your seat. Anytime you want to come in. Yeah. You're, uh, you're I, need big, I need a bigger table, though. Yeah. Well, See, that thing is way too fucking small. Rob, Rob needs a table, bro. Yeah. Look, I'll buy the goddamn. Can I yeah. Know? Well, yeah. Apparently, with your and then take it out of there every time you leave. I don't work for the company. Yeah, we'll just like well, we'll okay, just it. I'll say that, but I'm I've got better information. I'll say that too. So I don't know. Does that count? So, uh, you know what? I'm clipping this. I want everyone's answers on what Rob does for a living. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm guessing deals and deals. Um. If um, you. Strangely close. We have to have no blood or no blood on your hands. If you, if you guess correct, you, you win one of your shafts or something. Like I can neither confirm nor deny. Whoever wins is going to sweat at 130 uh, miles an hour. I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. Thanks for all that goddamn burden. There you go. Exactly. Oh, yeah. By the way, hey, I don't talk about it off here, but on air for anyone listening, check my website tomorrow afternoon. Okay. You will see a stormy relaunch. What is that website, Rob? Please tell us. What time? What time, Rob? That is X, the letter uh, X P L X P H L E triple X.com. Check it out, people. I tried to go there as a porn website. Check it out, people's. Xflex.com. No, uh, I did uh, the guy that did the uh, website for me. Nice. Well, he was a photographer, and Stormy's one of his girls, for lack of a better word, but she's a client. Um, we scrapped pretty much all the photos that were on it. And, I, and look, let's just be honest. Number one, you all, you, you probably know this. 
Websites do no sales, period. End of discussion. They don't. Am no, Amazon does. Callaway pre-owned. Yeah. But it, like, if you're a niche like me, no, mm-hmm. they don't. Right? right. Do not sell anything. Okay. What they do, though, is they attract your eyes. What you're looking for is retention time. Well, you can subscribe to services on GoDaddy, and how many how many seconds do people look at the write up for the Buso or the Agera? Or the, like, oh, it's a hot chick, a lot longer, I imagine. Dude, <laughs> when a picture of Stormy comes through the screen, the average look time is fourteen hundred percent longer. Well, yeah, it's probably equivalent to like what two, three minutes. How long does it take so, you normally? So we script the site, and there's 29 pictures of her that are being that are I've seen the real, the new site, just very nice. similar. And I just said, you know what? I am who I am. I sell what I sell. The guys that know me know me. Everyone on every golf site knows who I am. Uh, I mean, Rob Opti, the Enigma is just that. And I told my web guy, you know, and, and he's, you know, Stormy's calling his, and I know Stormy, just, just load it up with her. Fuck it. Let's just, let's just call a rose a rose and just give me a Stormy side. And he's like, you got it, babe. And uh, I've seen the redesign, Sean. You're going to be very happy. Oh. I will say, and she knows it, I do have one with nothing on it. And it is. It's it, lame. It's got to be. It is remarkable. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those where I would just eat through a pile of peanuts to, to see what that feels <laughs> like one time. I don't really care. <laughs> it is a, It is not on the side. So, but, uh, That's on our OnlyFans. But she is the bomb. No, I mean, uh, and and I think, I think like the real it, question everyone wants to know is we're going to get her on. But is she gonna be my wedding day? Plastics day to bad wedding. I'm doing the minister thing. It'll look awesome. Yeah, I mean he's a man of the cloth, so you know he is. I have I have clergy parking the whole works. Look, I've backed backed up all my bullshit so far. I will see what I can do. The question is, how long will she last as his date before she goes? No, fuck she, this guy. I'm out of here. I was going to say, when we took her to, so when I brought her here to go hang out with Cobra, um, which was, it was just still incredible to see how unnerved and how completely disrupted that tour van was. They just, there was no functionality to it. But we all went to Drago's and uh, she went with and went back and the thing got all dolled up. So it's me, Pimp, Ricky, Joe. Um, oh, God, who else was there? Um, Jonas and his caddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guys from True Temper, and there's a Cali guy. There's about eight or ten people at this table. And then she walked in. So they have this huge table. And God, why did she do Everybody took out. We had the food on their lap. Well, no, but she just took command. Of the entire she, restaurant. She is not a quiet mouse at all. She is go, 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 go. I'm, I'm telling you right now, she could sit in this group right now with Sean, with us, with Brian, whatever, wouldn't even flinch uh, and just cool as shit. So well, let's see what we can do. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what Perfect. I can do. Let's see if we can make her flinch. Yep. 
We'll give it the, the old college try. Yeah. There's a group that can. Well, I'm going to give it my best effort. Yeah. I'll just keep bothering you. Bro. <laughs> keep sending you sad quotes. I, yeah. Oh, I, I love sending Rob weird shit all the time. Oh, no, hey, I get them all. I get them all. I get every one of them. I do. I love it, man. I know. He, just, he doesn't respond. I, I sent the, the text the other day. I, I went to the driving range with my son because my wife and daughter had to go to like a baby shower or something. So I looked at my son and I go, you want to go hit balls? And he goes, yeah, he's five. Wow. So we went out there, we were hitting balls and I decided to film a little content for the, uh, the Instagram. I hit a drive and I'm like, gotta send that to Rob. I want to see if I have gas. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I sent it to him. Crickets. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, like, answers me oh, fucker. I'm like, right. I'm thinking I'm king shit on fuck mountain. And apparently I'm, I'm on E. <laughs> Got nothing. Aren't we all on you though? Hey man, sorry. Now my now my son's walking around the house calling me a pussy. I'm like, oh, Jesus. oh it's okay. Well, um, you did come to my house for a Mardi Gras parade, and I did. I did hold your son for a little while while the folks passing by trying to help him catch some stuff. He looks at me dead in the face and goes, "Uncle Chris, you're weak." Yeah, he's a straight shooter. Yeah, he, he's not a bullshitter. He'll tell you how it is. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with the kid. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with either. I mean, I'm a scrawny bitch. <laughs> oh, hey, so while I'm thinking about it, I don't know why I just flashed in my head. So, um, um, like, when I think of Pavlet, I think of some of this. You know, the power and all that is really cool. Now, I, I will say this. The, you know, this is controversial, whatever, to the, to the modern crew. Forget all the modern long drivers. He's only one long driver right now, in my opinion. Although there's this other guy named Colton out there that's pretty pretty fast. But long driver's really weird. I mean, since Remax backed out, it's it's really um, Bobby Peterson, the guy that owns the One Stop Power Shop. He is my direct competitor. He is um, the sales rep for uh, Patterson. But mm -hmm. I will say this: kudos to him. I think he did a great job with the last YouTube airing that he did. They have another tournament in two weeks at Mesquite. And Kyle's one of his guys. Kyle Berkshire is, is the man. He is the man. But, um, you know, there's a lot of... Um, I'm going to be really curious to see what happens, you know, on, on how long drive progresses. But, um, God, and I lost my train of thought with that. I was thinking about there for a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were fucking yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't laugh at me. Don't Pish laugh. Fish <laughs> Yada, yada, yada. And yeah, no, but anyway, so the controversial thing is so Kyle's now a, a Cobra guy, very tight with Cobra. Um, really share some and have had privy to some really good inside. Look, tour clubs for the most part. Let me go ahead and answer like one, like one of the biggest things I see on the internet and all that. Oh, tour clubs are, they're, they're made at a super covert location and they're not retail. No, they're the same fucking thing. They're the exact fucking same thing. There is no such thing unless it is a prototype. John, John Ron's mm -hmm. prototype three plus, uh, the Ricky, um, Cobra I 20 replica. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Bryson's, you know, hundred percent forward fade to tie face. Yes, they do CAD designing in house. Yeah, you know, they they do that. That does happen. But when you go buy a um, a sim or a sim two or or Max or you know Rogue or whatever, they are the same thing. They come off the same line. All the tourists you may say go through, they handpick the tolerances and they get what they want. Yeah. Um, but you know what? There's a. I'll I'll say this, and, and I think where I was trying to go with this, God, I think I got enough bourbon. I can't remember what the hell I was thinking. God, I'm getting old. I'm got awesome. But but uh, like Brian in his heyday, I have talked to the pimp. Now the pimp, when I always say the pimp is the head of all Cobra tour operations, one of the smartest people I've ever met, uh, Ben Sherman. Brian in his prime, I think, think, from what I've heard, but I do know from Pimp, is the fastest club head speed they've ever measured. He was up in around the 160 mark a couple times back in the day. Now, the weird thing about Pimp, now Brian's about my size. He's probably 6'4", 230, you know, somewhere in there. Kyle's actually, Kyle's probably 6'2", 210, you know, Built like Gumby, not a goddamn hard bone in his body. It's just all soft tendon. It's just incredible. Um, but Brian's swing is very touring. You know, it's very, he just gets a parallel, nothing, nothing exciting, no huge wide stance and everything. But his hand speed, when he finally drops into the slot and gets from what I call from the waist to waist position from here to there, is blinding fast. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what made me think of this, but when you're talking about like, the players bold that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see Brian in his prime up against Kyle in his prime. He's faster. So I have a question. Yeah. How many times can Brian hit a single golf ball before it just splits in half? Goes that around? Well, so it's funny you say that. Um, the reason that the original pinnacle was finally bumped up to 115 compression is when they were hitting it at 105, they were blast it out of ground in less than 20 shots. Um, now, that's back when they, you know, when Cobra had its long drive team, they already understood the speed. They had to do something to the face, and, and Cobra drivers were very cold, what it was called. Mm-hmm. They're thicker, but, you know, like, core and CT limit is so hard. It, it, I'm sorry, sorry, it's the exact opposite. It's so easy to manipulate. So the old core testing, which is what they really should use. This CT bullshit where they ping the center with a little yeah. ball and measure microseconds. No. Core is they're bouncing it around the face. What is it doing? What is the actual lapse time? Um, so Cobras were known and look, and they all do this. I mean, Callaway's probably the king. If you really look at like a Callaway face, they have figured out that they know that this little ping thing is pretty much Quasi hundred mile an hour testing on impact mark. Well, don't take this. My opinion, my opinion. Catholic cover, whatever. They do not really. And don't take that. This going to sound wrong. They do not care about the hundred mile an hour swinger. Number one, they know the average golfer is getting bigger, better, longer, faster. Um, they know that as swing goes up, power goes up. So does the sale of the driver. You know, guys can hit it a mile. Fuck, I'm all the drivers. Which one does the farthest? 
So they have figured out that, well, hey, we know that at 100 miles an hour, like Cortex, Coke was notorious for it. They knew. Let's make 830 core 100 miles an hour. No problem. But at 130, I, I talked about this in the last podcast, it's a tennis racket. It's literally a just a trampoline. They knew exactly how, when, and why. Well, that's what Callaway's AI face is. It's really just... Oh, it's crazy. Have you seen the back of it? It's incredible. It's crazy. It's absolutely incredible Callaway's figured out. Callaway's figuring out, if you look at really the MOI measurements on an off-center strike of a road, they've almost got it to the point where you can flip the driver upside down, hit it off the heel, it's still going to go 300 yards. Yeah. I mean, just, they, they have, their engineering is just way out there. If you get a chance to see the actual backside of the face of the new Callaway drive, even back to like was it the um, the, the Maverick or something, or the Epic Speed yeah, had the same face. I mean, it's it's amazing to it's, see the back. Yeah, it's of the just face. energy transfer. Yeah, it really is. Um, anyway, I don't know how many guys want rabbit hole. Um, I, I, mean, I just feel like saying it. Stealth garbage. Can I just say? Can, can I say it? Yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on. I have a uh, video of Yeah, Rob, Rob was showing me hold pictures. On. You know what? I'm not even going to say anything. Let me just bring this up. Hold on. I just feel like ragging on Taylor Reed for some reason. There's the dark side. Good for you, Rob. I'm in There it is. Hold on. Let me just let me blow this up. This is a picture of a, uh, a stealth driver with the face blown completely off of it. There's nothing left. Oh. oh wait, hold on. It is sand you were talking about. Wait a minute. Is that yet another stealth driver where the face is blown completely off? Did we not call on this podcast? Uh, we yeah, did yeah, last yeah. podcast. You said that the face was going to get blown off. Well, you said that if they get sand. Oh, they're pitting like crazy. They're pitting. Um, and this is what's really shitty is, is that you have video. You, I mean, you showed us before it went on. The stealth face literally blown off. Blown off. Scotty Scheffler won the Arnold Palmer today. Yeah. What does he have in the bag? I have no idea. Stealth. stealth. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you're seeing a lot of pros, they're using the stealth. And what's really shitty about it is that when you have the pros winning with equipment, what's going to happen with that equipment? People are going to buy it. People are going to buy it, no matter if it is overpriced garbage. $5.99. Five, it's 600 fucking I never thought I'd see the day. Thanks a lot, PXG. You know, I... Now, I've hit the stealth, and it does have pop. I will give it that. It well, does sure. have pop. It's got, it's got a good but it. I, I, I'm sorry. A Cleveland driver has pop. Look, they know how to get to max CT. If you have, what's it, 257 with a tolerance of six cycles on either seconds, they, they all know. Look, they have the engineer. Wilson, it actually pains me to say that. Wilson golf are two words that should never fucking collide in the same sentence ever again. Yeah, it's a tennis brand. Oh, oh wait, hold on. One of my best. Gary Woodland put them on, didn't he? It's my, my favorite Brian Pavlet story ever. So the year after I sponsor Remax, we're at the show and I'm with Valix and we had run a space together. You know Rick Shields? Yes. I did a fitting for him. Mm-hmm. I fit Rick Shields into an Agera. Made a total ass out of himself. Um, he's so over the top, so flippy, was fucking hysterical. Pavlin ate him alive. But anyway, so we're, we do the Rick, the Rick Shields fitting. Mike Dobbin was in the, in the space at the time. Mike Dobbin is 6'8", probably 340. 
But like, I mean, he's he literally looks like the Hulk, the old teddy bear. That's why all these bruisers all hit the fucking seven miles when Shields comes in. Brian's and finally started telling him, hey, could you, could you get that any more over the top? Could you cast a little bit more for me, Rick? And so he finally, he kept bitching that the Agarra was too soft. I don't need to ride the Rick Shields. Because um, we've been talking before we got to the show, but he finally hits Brian's driver. Brian had, was hitting a Tour X Flex Agarra to two inches. It was a goddamn 3X. Oh, this is soft. I was like, okay, okay, geez. You just can keep hitting it. Anyway, so we're walking around the event. Quote, unquote. We walk up with this massive Wilson. Have you ever been to the PGA show? No. It's huge. It's massive at the driving range. Wilson has this gigantic, about the size of this goddamn building, this huge blow-up thing, Wilson golf at. And Brian looked at this guy, and I can remember it like it was yesterday. He looked at this, this the rep. They had these, like, official Wilson people in the Wilson staff jacket and says, you're going to walk in. And Brian looked at him and he said, can I ask you a question? And the guy's like, well, of course. Why do you have such a large temp for golf clubs that no one will ever buy? <laughs> and the guy looking at him like he had told him the chemical symbol for beryllium. What? He goes, yeah, it just seems like a lot of effort because not one fucking club's going to be sold out of this town. And I was like, it was just the price. I think I said it in one of our like podcasts to pull like engineer up the street to design. To yeah. have sales that bad, where you need to have a TV show where you pull it in on the street. The only golf company in recent memory that has actually posted a want ad for an engineer for their clothing department. They just did. Like a help. Help one. I'm sorry, if Cobra needs an engineer, first of all, they just headhunted Taylor May. They get out of Bridge Trot, they roll it backward. <laughs> hey, you never hear about the job opening. Right. They actually have to post the job opening and then go out and put a thing on on Indeed, Yelp, you know, whatever. <laughs> Craigslist.com's got yeah. a job opening yeah. for when you actually conduct a show for people who work at like this guy's in charge of bagging at a potato chip company, but he came up with the driver design, and you go with it. You're a sick fuck. Sunk. I'm sorry. <laughs> End of discussion. Harry Woodland did that, didn't he? Doesn't he get fucking Wilson's? Well, he's, he plays the irons. You know, I'll give some. Pa- Wilson Blades, beautiful clubs. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Never complain. Nor has anyone else, by the way. So, but, uh, hey, you know, Gary, he's a good dude. He can hit it, too. Good lord. Yeah. I, saw, I saw him do a TV commercial for Galloway out in Vegas. Good lord. He hits it. It's, it's what he's not the fastest guy in the world. God damn, he hits it right there, right in that spot every single time. Uh, it was impressive. Oh, I gotta tell you one good. Oh, absolutely. So, so Brian Matlett, my BFF, and Sean Fister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sean is, uh, Sean Fister is a three time Remax World Cup champion. Great guy. Arkansas boy, just a good old boy. And uh, he was a triathlete in college. No, I'm sorry, he was a decathlete. Um, big guy. I will tell you, and we'll have to save this for the editor podcast or next podcast. I'm the only person on the planet Earth at the at the Metter Georgia event we were talking about, where I got my hand yeah. hit by seventy by Brian. 
the night of getting my ass kicked, so I now have had my rear end handed to me and had a very quick epiphany on, oh, you can't, you know, I thought 370 was great. <laughs> yeah, not even close. I'll just say this, and we'll elaborate later. Sean Fister picked me up full scale, dumped a gallon of mustard over my head, and body slammed me through a table. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yes. But literally, WWF picked my ass up, poured a thing of mustard over my head, and threw me through a fucking table. And I have never laughed so hard in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Did you go choke slam or like rock bottom? Oh no, I was I stayed on the ground for a minute, but it was so goddamn hysterical that he actually did it. Anyway, so if you ever go to Ping, so the Ping driving ranges makes Top Golf look foolish. If you ever have you ever been to a Top Golf, Sean? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, pretty hot tech. Have you ever been to Ping? No. Ping no. works. Ping works. His driving range is NASA. I've, I've been to the ECPC, and that was the most. Oh no, it's no, it, it makes cowboy look foolish. I mean, but they believe in the mechanics and the engineering of hitting a golf club. Like when they open their hitting bags for their hitters to hit. Yeah. You stand in front of these giant LCD screens, and as soon as you hit, number one, you have this giant, huge picture of the range you're hitting on. Everything that you just did on that swing comes up. It tells you the descent, ascent, everything, where it hit, at what speed. Everything is completely real-time data. Well, the range, so if you open up the back bay at, at ping, it's about 340 yards to the end of the range, and there's a fence, and then, the, then there's a street, and then the Maricopa County School Bus Department is on the other side of the street. Well, this is when Payton decided to take on Long Drive. So they signed Sean, and who at the time had just won the Remax Championship, and Brian. So they're two of the fastest guys in the world at the time. They bring him out to Payton to come warm up, and hey, let's see what happens. And what they were doing was taking, uh, if you ever knew the secret about old uh, ISI long drive is if you cut if they would cut the faces off, they would re-weld beta tie faces, and if you look at the uh, serial number, the second and third digit were the actual lot, and they knew. And they were always in like the three, two and a half to three degree range. That's about what those guys did. Uh, and again, the ISI driver is, and I don't give I don't give a flying fuck when anyone says it's the hottest driver ever made. Period. In discussion, there's it is the hottest driver ever made. It started the core war with USGA. So they bring Brian and Sean out, and Brian and Sean at the time were both probably in the high 150 range, but they they can maintain 150s. Well, they had never had anyone at the ping driving range capable of hitting 150 something miles an hour. And they're there. They're there. school bus. They start warming up. Shit's getting long. It's getting real long. Well, the engineers don't give two shits. They're not. Some bitches fucking killed it, you know. And they start getting moving up into the long hours and three woods. Now they're tagging the fence at three forty with three woods. You know, I'm like, oh, good lord, Brian. Like, I was like, like he said, he liked hitting two iron. He always yeah. had like some bizarre kind of quasi-hybrid long iron or some kind, but he, he didn't like three-wood, I know that. Sean loved three-wood. 
Then they start hitting play drivers. Now they're hitting into the fence, clearing the fence a little bit, things kind of bouncing around. And finally, they, they are now at full power. And I'll never forget. So they are now both in both pitting. Pitting has, they may have changed at the time. They had three hitting bays. They have two of the bays open. Brian and Sean are sitting side by side. They are now hitting at full power, 50-inch drivers. And the first ball that Sean hits, he clears the range, clears the street, and hits a bus. Holy shit. And now Sean's got a, kind of got this old redneck, good old boy sound to him. Uh, I don't think that goddamn fence is tall enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how tall they built it. Fuck it, let's keep hitting. And boom, they, so now they're peppering buses. Well, they finally busted the windshield. So we're standing out there and, and we hear the phone ring. And when they keep hitting, and all of a sudden this guy comes in very rushed. You know, like, hey, uh, we just got a call from Maricopa County. Uh, you guys got to quit hitting drivers. You're breaking windows and shit across the street. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what? Anyway, so the story, the long and the short of it is if you now go to ping, the range is just as long, but there's now a 40 foot tall fence at the end. And the old bullshit they used to tell people, oh, that's for Bubba. Oh, no. No, it wasn't that. Bubba can't clear 340 at 40 feet tall at 340. It was for Brian and Sean. It was the only thing they could do to keep them inside. And they finally hit over that and they finally made them quit. And then they started going to the Moon Valley and they never hit the Pink Bay ever again. But yeah, they used to blow the windows out of the buses. Yeah. So. If you ever go to Ping, just ask, hey man. Why is that fence so tall? Who are those two crazy fuckers who used to break bus windows? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> Alright, well I think that's enough for uh for this week. We will be oh, back man. next week. You coming back next week? Hell yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Right, I love it. I'm coming back. Jay's coming back. Rob's coming back. Sean's coming back. We're coming back. No, y'all coming table, back bro. too. Oh, you gotta get a better table, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, and, uh, well, that that'll definitely be. Uh, is that a fucking yeah. eating tray for like? Yeah, it, it's like eating it's at the television. Yeah, for your mom's TV tray. Yeah. Oh, okay. holder. Mm-hmm. Rob, so. just bring whatever you want, man. Yeah, I mean, I I, I still want. I, I have the sensation. I want to sit here and talk about my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of whiskey, Rob, do you remember? What? Hey, speaking of whiskey, I got. I bought a $400 bottle in Kentucky mm-hmm. and I, it was Blanton's. I didn't think it was, it was it, you, you love it. All right. So I have all the Blanton's or six of them. All right. I have the, I have the Japanese one. So that's the red. No, yeah. no, no. That's, that's the gold. The Japanese yeah. gold. I have yeah. a gold. So I don't anymore. Oh, you, you crushed it? <laughs> oh, I got, I got only crushed it. I drank it. I gave it out. They were freaking out that I was doing it. And then I took it in the street the next day and hit it with a golf club. Oh, I like that. That's oh, it's, it's on the uh, it's on our Instagram. You gotta check it out. It's on the Instagram. On Instagram. The video of him busting the bottles on Instagram. He did. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go catch it. And then and they it might have been the best swing like, I've ever seen. Like jog and try to get the fuck out of dodge. Well, I didn't think it would explode like that. It was probably one of the better swings I've taken. That's what reinvigorated me to golf, smashing that <laughs> fucking Oh, man. It's always something. It? He's a psychopath. 
Oh, they were so mad. I loved it. <laughs> what are you doing with the fucking Blantons? I said, whatever I want with it, I bought it. Goddamn right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will see y'all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank Peace. you. Peace, guys. Oh, fuck you, San Diego.